Yo, sponsoring us today are Gregory Brothers Limited. Uh, they're a local building contractors based in a town in the southeast corner of beautiful Hampshire called Havant, H-A-V-A-N-T. They carry a wealth of experience and knowledge in the building industry with a wide variety of superb quality and professionally conducted renovation and building projects. Gregory Brothers predominantly work with local authorities and commercial projects. They've also carried out specialist projects for listed buildings and heritage properties. Gregory Brothers also have an in-house joinery on site, which is very useful for them when making bespoke furniture, windows, doors and stairs, but it also enables them to reduce cost across the business, making them highly competitive in their industry. They offer a complete building and renovation service throughout the Hampshire and Sussex regions. They are CHAS and FAB accredited and gold standard CSCS. You can find Gregory Brothers on Facebook simply by searching for Gregory Brothers Limited or you can drop them a line uh, via email to uh, their office email which is office at gregorybrosltd.co.uk b-r-o-s-l-t-d.co.uk Gregory Bros. Gregory Brothers Limited, a fantastic company, sponsoring us today, and we are very, very grateful. Also sponsoring us today and every show so far is 429 Group, who support the military. Went completely off tangent there. What am I talking about? They provide, 429 Group provides security, health and safety, and medical services across the UK. A plethora of different services all over the place. They can do it outside of the UK as well. I mentioned Charles when I was talking about Gregory Brothers Limited. 429 Group have recently introduced a new service where they will pilot, guide your Charles application through all of the stages, through all the documentation for you, and get your company, your contracting company, a Accredited Health and Safety um, Certificate with CHAS, Contractors Health and Safety Assessment Scheme. Get in touch with 429 Group by visiting their website, 429.group. That is it for the sponsors. Our guest today is John Bream. In fact, we've got a different co-host. We've got Jared's watching a football, England are playing. So uh, he's bowed out, and I let him bow out, and I was a bit begrudging it. And we got Stu Hale up to co-host, which was... Uh, Absolutely brilliant. Really good to have Stu back on. Obviously, Stu was a guest before, and he's a very good friend of mine. And the guest, like I said, is John Bream. John Bream, the man, if he hasn't done it, it's not worth doing. What does he not do? He's ex-military. He, uh, he's in a band. He works for Bear Grylls. He, um, he's set up and sold off in a successful company. Um, he does everything. I didn't realise how much he did. He'd been on Wipeout. He went on Total Wipeout. Absolutely amazing. We really enjoyed sitting down with him. It was a fantastic one, one of my favourites yet, and I hope you enjoy it. So here it is coming up right now. Enjoy. You just be looking at it. Yeah. Uh, Here's a mess. Right. John Bream. Hello. <laughs> Hello, lads. Have you done it already? Yeah, chat for five minutes while I was setting up. Uh, for the camera. Oh, you've got nothing to say okay. now. Thank you. Hi. Thank you. Charge, co hosting. Excellent. Um, where are you living now? How far have you driven today? I'm from Portsmouth. But you do the. But you do the you're looking nervous, mate. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. But you do the, uh, so the pro- Project RV, you're mm. doing that in South Wales. Mm. Why is that? Then? Well, it's a beautiful hub for um, parachute regiment soldiers um, and Royal Marine commandos. <laughs> Fondest of memories, Brecon. That's where we go there. Yeah. But you go to Brecon a lot, yeah? We, we go to Brecon a hell of a lot. It's, uh, it's just an outdoor, outdoor playground for yeah. Uh, people. Yeah, it's great but, for activities. So you, you say Portsmouth, you travel every weekend? It's, well, every every event we do, yeah, I travel out. It's only it's about two and a half hours. So it's not too bad. It's not, usually on a, a weekend, early early hours. To, you know, so how did, how, did, how did it come about? How did, how did you end up forming it? Project RV. Yeah. Oh, straight into it, Hugh. Eh? Well, okay. well, no, because yeah. I ain't got a clue. No. Like, I know. I so you warm me up. <laughs> this is <laughs> my understanding, right? Which is yeah. why I obviously wanted to get you yeah. on. We try and get guys on who are uh, girls. Yeah. Inspirational, doing something good, whatever, just just to yeah. an ex military or maybe not, but involved in military mm. in some way, right? And then I saw, I think it was, I saw on Instagram a couple of things and I saw Sean Bowers, <laughs> right? Who, as I recall, was in a wheelchair the last time. I haven't seen mm. Sean for 10 years, right? In a wheelchair. <laughs> and I saw on Instagram on a fucking horse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was on a horse. Yeah. He was loving it. Yeah. He was loving it. And I look what you're doing. Yeah. But. It, so I thought, get you on, awesome, mate, awesome. But yeah. that, so you, you organise activities on weekends mm. for ex bootnecks, ex reg blocks, yeah. or serving. Yeah, yeah. They can be, I'm correct me wrong. They can be injured or not injured. Of dramas, I've not, not of dramas. But the aim of it is just get the blokes together and have, have banter and enjoy. Get the blokes together. There's nothing more inspirational than watching the blokes fix each other. Blokes being around the blokes, you take for granted when you're in. You know, just being around lads, they've got something about them all the time every day and then when you become a civvy you do we all seem to do it we just seem to you know become become you know we segregate ourselves we, we isolate ourselves and we just naturally do it you keep you may keep hold of a couple of handfuls of uh, good friends but you know there's no reason even even lads that you didn't even like when you were in we're different men now yeah, we are true. different people yeah. you know yeah. so just meeting up yeah it's brilliant yeah. um yeah so the way it came about uh yeah it was um I've never been on any any social media, nothing at all, no, 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 nothing like that. It was just phone calls. It was if I liked you, I'd phone you, or if you like, you know, you'd come and see us. What you mean? So are you talking about you know, you keeping in touch with people when you go out? When, yeah. when did you get out? Yeah, uh, January '08. Oh, okay, right, okay, yeah. yeah. So oh, fucking hell, mate, it's ten years ago. Now. Hey, sweat, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Silly sweat, silly sweat. Silly sweat. I was in. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you're saying that it's like you kept in touch with them just physically kept in touch on that, and that's how you did it. Well, no, no, I barely kept in touch with anyone. Oh, yeah. No, I had a, a small, small handful of lads that I'd keep in touch with. Uh, Squirrel was a prime suspect. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, a, f- a few lads, and then all of a sudden, you know, I went to um, Kurt McLaughlin. Mm-hmm. Went, went to his funeral. Oh, so I, I didn't see that. You, 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 oh, mate, I arrived late. I was fucking yeah. late. Was fucking Do you know what? I was I, outside, it was I packed. Think, yeah, I think I did see you there. Oh, okay. Yeah, I glimpsed you. Yeah, because yeah. Uh, yeah, there was a few, you know, a lot of boys there. Packed, packed, yeah, yeah, it was great. And that's the first time I've seen most of the lads in 10 years. Oh, okay. Yeah, and they looked terrible. They, you know, some of them looked overweight. Some of them looked like they'd lost too much weight. Some of them looked lost. Some of them looked tired. And I just thought, Christ, look at all these lads, you know, all these strong lads. And I, honestly, when I, when I left, you know... I had a bit of dramas when I first got out, and I thought I thought it was just me, I, you know, because obviously I'd not seen anyone. I thought it was just me, and when I saw the boys and I got chatting to how they were and how they're getting on, yeah, they were in, they were in clip, 
Mm. And I just thought, Christ, I got to, I got to do something to get some of these boys back on. Because Kirk, yeah, that that hit home with me that one. I was gutted, really gutted on Kirk. Like, yeah, that was it was sad. Yeah, um, I, I I I remember him. I I I I was close to him for a sh- a relatively short period of time when when we were in. Mm. Um, Maybe like a year. We were mates yeah. all the way through, mm. but like close, where we were working together and doing stuff together for about, for about a year. And then um, I think I was his, I think I was his section commander. Yeah. And then uh, I knew we I knew we had some prop like like family or misses mm. or kids problems that then, but vague, I vaguely remember it. Mm. But then the year he topped himself. Yeah, it's like, nightmare, isn't it? You all these years later, because he was. Mm. What a like one of the nicest blokes, mm. one of the nicest people you would ever meet. Mm. Like animal boxer, cracking yeah. cracking the boxer. Yeah, one of the nicest people mm. to fly. Yeah, yeah. to fly. And like you're saying, you don't know. I completely agree with you. You people, you have no idea what other people are going through unless you you have to physically be in contact with them. And um, and uh, it was a similar situation with you with Kirk. Is when Peter Sullivan, when he killed himself, and. Um, yeah, similar for me with that. In that, you don't know because Peter would never have thought, never ever thought he'd do himself in, and uh, no one knew he was in that level apart from his close family, his circle of friends didn't know like Telf, um, Sav, Al Phillips, um, you know, Tom and Tom, Tommy, we did, and, and myself didn't know. And um, one of them had been touching him in, in October, November before that happened, and then um, and it's like shit, need to keep touch with blocks. All of a sudden, we're all, we're all in touch. We're doing nothing like like you're doing. You're absolutely right, mate. You got it. You know, it's like. What was going through his career, you know, mm. all over the place. Yeah, so so that's that's pretty much what happened. I just got got around chatting to the lads and, uh, you know, and then some of the lads were telling me that, you know, lads that they kept in touch with were, were struggling or, or, you know, were a bit isolated. So I just thought I could put something on. I didn't just want another another piss up in London. Mm. This is what it is. Who wants to go to London? Mm. And who wants to go on the piss most of, You know, you're a bit, ah, I don't want to go on the piss. So I thought, what can I do? to put something on for the lads and um, I've been chatting with a with a bootneck mucker of mine uh, one leg Joe Samuel Stewart like he's a well, he got shot um, in the ass <laughs> and it took his leg off he was he knew how to zig but he couldn't zag you know what I mean uh, you know what I mean, uh, you know I mean? basics Joe and um, yeah so he got his leg off and uh, he's a mega bloke um, yeah I have a lot with Joe and um we we work together quite a lot, and um, there's another uh, ex bootnet old lad, uh, Jeff Callaghan. He's he's the local chap of Brecon, and um, we got together and we we put on an event, and um, well, but yeah, so we put on an event for these lads that have just like it was uh, coasting, uh, gorge walking, it was jumping in and out waterfalls, all that sort of fun stuff, and uh, big ab sales, and uh, just just to wake the lads up, you know, get their dormant instincts, you know, like make them scared trust each other you know and have a laugh and there's nothing like coming away from having a fight you know being with your mates having a fight and then coming away it's funny yeah. isn't it it's brilliant yeah. so we're doing something similar like um, you know high adrenaline when you were your muckers afterwards it's brilliant brilliant feeling especially with the lads and um, yeah and it's progressed massively and, and literally from that first one there was something missing I thought with all the boys you know something's still missing they were a bit on the defensive the lads you know yeah. And um, what did you do? What did you do with the first event? The first event was uh, twenty eighth of December. So Kirk's funeral was seventeenth of December. Yeah. First event was the twenty eighth, 
and it was a small group, um, small group, a couple of the big names like Monk, uh, Jay Davis. Did the Monk boys? Got? Yeah, yeah. You're talking about a guy, right? <laughs> talking about a guy who you got out and, they, and they're different, you're different people. Mm. I mean, when he was in, great soldier, oh my God. Mm. Sometimes he was a, f- <laughs> he was a flipping <laughs> nightmare sometimes, right? Yeah. But then I bumped into him and I, and, and I, you know, I didn't, I didn't, I was like about four or five. Yeah. And then um, and he went on with his career and he left. And I mm. bumped into him not long ago, last year, I think mm. it was last year, in, yeah. in Collie Town. Yeah. But same guy, but mature and not to say he wasn't mature before, <laughs> but just <laughs> yeah. like he was he was a adult. He just something had changed him, he thought yeah. on the you know kids. You become a man. You become a man, <laughs> man. Super, super it was just a nice experience that you know he yeah. sees someone go through that. It's yeah, like, yeah. Life is awesome, especially getting out and being in a good place, but go on, I'm, I'm waffling you. Go on. Yeah, that, well, well yeah, like you say, but lads I think kids are a big thing for the lads when they change. Yeah. But anyway, so these lads with defence, you know, there was still a bit of barrier there. I think, what's going on? What could we do? And um there's a Nadine. Uh, who we work with as well. She she does a lot lot with us. She's a water specialist, you know, in in and out of the water, firefighter. I thought she's not military and she's not one of blood. I thought, well, how, how can you know? I invited her along to the next one, and the dynamics were just changed. And she's a strong girl, big strong, you know, female character can do anything the blokes can do, you know, and some, and um, and. You know, not not your typical type of lady, but mm. it was a strong female player, and it just worked wonders for the lads. Mm. It was brilliant. Yeah, it was really, really good. Professional, you know, there. Because some of these lads, like I said, that they're different. They may have injuries. They may be psychologically different. They're, you know, been a civilian for a while, not round the block. There's something there. So having her there, she got a place, and it was it was good how the lads could just open open up. Not not emotionally open. Oh, pull you up. Not that rabbit, but just you know. Carry on, crack on, and just enjoy it. So, you, so, off, uh, so I would have thought it'd be the other way around with having some like a non-military person. There. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, because it, it's not about. So, but it is just Parareg and Marines. I'm a Parareg uh, lad, um, and the two bootneck lads. It's us three. We're the we're the link for Parareg and bootnecks. We're the link. That's why we've got these two units. We're just focusing on these units. No one else. There's help for heroes. There's all sorts of great stuff. There was a lot for military um, units, and I, I can't take anything away from anyone. They all do their bit, and they're great. But th- this, these two units, what I'd seen with the lads is they're not really reaching out. They're not really reaching out for help. Mm. And that's what I, you know. That's why I just wanted to focus on these two units. And you know, it tends in the world with small, small steps at a time, and that's what we're doing here. But yeah, no, no Nadine... So literally, a service personnel, so she's a firefighter and a female, but, but obviously non-military, that come in. And it, yeah, it just changed the whole thing. And yeah, no, she's got up. And ask the, you speak to any of the boys that have been on, she's, uh, she's earned her right to mm. be there. She grasps more than anyone. You know, she'll be... Yeah, she, she's a water, you know, in the water rescuing all the lads have got gloves on. She's there, bare, bare gloved or all the kit, you know, stick a bergen on. She's the one at the back with the bergen <laughs> on. All the lads are just, you know, bimbling about. Yeah, it's great. No, it's, um, yeah, so we're, we're the tits. Uh, John Bream, Joe Humphrey, Jeff Callaghan, Dean Harkness. We're the, we're the four. Ah. Yeah, we're the four Project RV, yeah. Awesome, mate. Is yeah. she South, South Wales, is she? No, <laughs> no, no, she's... Uh, uh, well, she hates me for Glaswegian. <laughs> Glaswegian. Yeah, that's why I'm laughing. Yeah. No wonder it changed the dynamic. It yeah. was like, what? checking the wallet. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's great. It's, um, when did she come on board? So you did your first one 28th of December. Yeah. And then when did she come on board? The uh, second one. She came on the next one, which was mid January. 
How many have yeah. you done now? Uh, there was quite a few on that one, you know, a few of the old names like Dolly Earnshire, yeah. um, Ryan Nash, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, Pete Priest, Priest, yeah. he, he's still mm-hmm. it, he was, still, he was on it, yeah, sound amazing now. Yeah, that's yeah, right. they're, they're not a flyer, isn't he? Which company is he with? Uh, I think he's gone. I think he's uh, in um, rifle company. No, I think he's gone Support. to Wampara. Oh, is he? Uh, yeah. Ah. Um, and and then yeah, a few like Mickey Cartwright, Dave Webb, Steve Blackburn, a few boys like that. You know, so yeah, a few of good names. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realise all those people. How many? How many do you have on each? There's a amount, number of people on each one. Depend on. Oh, it's, it's just just getting it, getting out there for the boys, you know. Um, but we're sort of average on a, an extreme one. It's normally about twelve. Yeah. But but yeah, no, it's um sometimes there's we've had ones before. It's been as low as two. Only two of them turn up. It doesn't matter. Uh, no, no. It doesn't how much fun did it? Just. Kind donations, please. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Yeah, we're in the process of getting a charity number, and uh, once oh, okay. we got once we've got the charity number, we can dip into these so-called pools of funding and get amongst it that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the main thing that have, draws, you, have it, you have you got to go the charity route then to do this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we're in, we're an association at the minute. We're we're an official association, non-profit for the blokes. So yeah. everything we get is for the blokes. Um, but we really, yeah, to get to get government funding, you know, Christ, if they come back, written us, written us a cheque, and that's us, we're squared away for the rest of the year. Instead, we're having to do, you know, fundraisers and, and phoning people, God, can we have a couple more quid? And it's just, yeah, the money's well, there, yeah. apparently, and we want to get into it. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. yeah. The, um... So what about the what about the horse riding? Do you get any places that yeah. give you free free stuff like yeah. free activities to do off the back of it? And like the horse riding, do they give it to you for free or do you have to well, pay for they, that or what? They, they were cracking, they were so kind. Um and, and they where go. Is, sorry, where was the stable? where was it where was the stable? Obviously, because like where you go. Just outside places, of the right? Black Mountain. Oh, was it? Just okay. outside the Black Mountain, yeah. It's um they gave a massive discount and yeah. you know, for someone like Sean, you know, broke his spine, um, brain damage, you know. So for him to be to be able to get on a horse and bomb about, oh, he's yeah, gobsmacked. yeah, he's like John Wayne was, yeah. Again, and, and like yeah. well, he wasn't just parrot like in a wheelchair last time, so more, more yeah. parrot. He could hardly speak. Yeah, and then yeah. and then and then uh, it was yeah. a few weeks later, yeah. and he was in. Uh, you went canoeing or something. That's didn't you? it. Yeah, and he's, in, he's in the boat, mate, and yeah. just ah oh, the banter. You could yeah. just do the banter. Yeah. 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 Was it one point you just laid in? Yeah. You just laid in the boat, wasn't he? He's, laid oh, in the boat he's just, yeah. <laughs> we um we just had a canoeing trip, right? And uh. So we got, we're going on a canoeing trip and uh, one leg Joe sorted this one and uh, he sorted out with the canoe people, ah, these, these are all the military boys, yeah, ex-marines, ex-paralads, you know, they don't need a brief. And there's a bunch of civvies out there waiting to get briefed, great big <laughs> Canadian kayaks, you know, uh, canoe, sorry. And, uh, and as they're getting briefed, we're all going in, in the water, you know, we're all just going, literally just launching. And um, Sean sat on the front and gobbing off as he moans like hell. And then um, I'm in the back trying to paddle. He moans like that. Oh, he's a, he's a, he's a grog, yeah, just drips like a tap. <laughs> and, um, and all the civvies get briefed. Just as the instructor, he says, um, right, lads, um, right to everyone, these Canadian canoes, nine impossible to capsize, you know, you'll be fine. You know, like Challenge that. accepted. Uh, uh, yeah, I said, Sean, Sean's gone to paddle. <laughs> he's tipped us out, literally tipped us out straight away. And we're upside down. And he, the canoe's got, uh, it's gone on his head and it's knocked his glasses off. He's trying to lift his head up. And he, help me, help me. He's trying to go, I'm going, Sean, just stand up because it's knee deep. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. knee deep. He's going, help me, I can't swim. And so I'm trying to pick him up. I've picked him up. 
You know, in little kids at the swimming pool, yeah. and they drink the water, and they're trying to be burping, but they're sick, spitting. Then one leg Joe's looking at me, he's, he's, if looks could kill, I'll be dead ten times. He, uh, he's going, get a canoe, get the boat. I've dropped Sean again, trying to get the boat out. The, the dry bag's gone off, the paddles are going off. Sean's flapping around again, I can swim. But Sean, just stand up, stand up. And then... Um, that's my impression of a, a brain damaged Welshman, by the way. It's good, <laughs> it's right? Good one, mate. Good yeah. One. yeah, he'll appreciate that. Nice one, Sean. <laughs> and um, yeah, and, and then so I'm picking him up again. The, the mate has come over, tipped the boat out. I'm holding Sean up. His glasses are gone, and oh. uh, his log's gone past. He's going, "Ooh, there's a crocodile!" You see, you know, all the people at the side they're thinking, "What is going on? Like, what's happening?" All these, you know, just about to go in the canoe. And then, uh, yeah, it was, yeah, it was outrageous. But, but, but anyway, you know, it's, it's sort of, anyone can go, anyone. You know, some of the lads turn up, not, nothing wrong at all. They just need to be around the blokes to square them away a bit. Or, you know, some, some might be psychologically struggling, you know. The trouble is, you know, because I've reached out to a few charities, others, you know, to, to see what's out there, to see how to help. And they say, excuse me, they say, um, tablet, you know, you go to your GP. So, oh, I'm having a bit of dramas, you know, just you know, PTSD, all that. You go to your GP, you get 10, 15 minutes. And then they yeah. go, okay, right, nice, there's your tablet. Medication, bollocks, yeah. absolute bollocks. It's terrible, <laughs> isn't it? And Because the medication is to stabilise the situation. And then from that, you should, you get your therapy, which is a start, middle, and end, goodbye. Yeah. Terrible, terrible, outrageous. That's not good. Because um, where are you at? You're on these tablets. You know, I've spoken to lads, you know, um, that have been on the tablets, and they say tablets for three months it was like holding their breath mm. and then they come off they're okay again so what I've reached out to a few charities uh, it's called uh, the Warriors Programme and their words not mine there's nothing really warrior about it it's techniques they <coughs> teach you they become a mentor and they'll um, they'll teach you things like you know in the morning get before you get up practice a couple of exercises before you get out and do your daily routine and it just puts the bug back in you, you know, the optimism. You know, when we used to strive for success, you know, we're just always driven men that we were. And it's getting those men. And they mentor you throughout this programme. That's the Warriors programme. And so it's people like that who have been trying to reach out. No, no, lots of people haven't. And so you come to Project RV, you're a bit, you know, you've been, you know, a lorry driver around London. You know, you've, you've been in the presence of people winning VCs, mm. you know, as a GPMG guy. And then all of a sudden you're a lorry driver driving around London. What's life doing? You know, you come to us, we shake you up a bit, you get you in touch with all your muckers again, you know, get you back in the loop, back on it. And then if there is anything beyond that, don't we go into, you know, let's put you, point you in the right direction of where to go now, yeah. like this Warriors Pro, and then bang, let's get you back on it. I got, like the medication yeah. thing, I agree, I agree with completely. Mm. And, and I mean, part of the problem with that is they don't get very, very long to do, do a diagnosis, mm. you know, and then they've got to, and then they've got to try and fix the immediate issue in where they they see which isn't the best way to go. And it's like that that age old thing will just mm. give you pills. But like you're saying, really, in the ideal world, John, as I'm sure you agree, you rock up to the doctor, you go, oh, I feel like shit. Yeah. What should we, what do you eat then? <laughs> Wash. How, how active are you? Yeah. You know, um, mm. are you got any friends? Who are you yeah. speaking to? Are you sleeping? And even just the slightest lifestyle change can can make a huge bit of difference. Phys- for me, physical activity is a huge. Oh God, it breaks me. Yeah. It breaks me. It's like oh, go for a fucking run. I love it when I'm out doing it, but you know, it's getting a yeah. routine. Yeah. Yeah. But see, in the activity of doing it, yeah. if I'm in clip, 
Well, I feel um, I feel a million dollars for days after. Mm. For days after, even if you just do it once, whatever mm. it is. Yeah. I'm at, at the stage now where I heard it on a Joe Rogan's podcast, right? And he was he's talking to some uh, psychologist or something. Uh, I don't know who he's talking to. And this guy said, uh, "No, it wasn't a psychologist. Some, this guy who went and spent uh, like thirty days with monks, lived with monks in in, in Canada somewhere." Anyway, he's saying one of the things he, he brought out of there was. He now does every day. He'll now do something that is uncomfortable for him, that makes him feel uncomfortable. Mm. Now that doesn't necessarily be a physical activity thing, but I, I'm that's why I'm I'm doing it because that's so why I'm doing that now. Every day, I go around and do I'm going to do something that makes me feel uncomfortable. I, you know the plank, I fucking hate them. <laughs> so for me, it's like visit, visit. I hate them plank. I get up like five, half five, six o'clock. I go downstairs. I sit the kettle on to make my coffee. The old uh, Green Beret coffee that I've got them. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mate, honestly, mate, I stick that on, mate. <laughs> I've met them. Yeah, yeah. have you met them? Yeah, yeah, yeah of um, So I stick that on, and that take, I leave that brew for five minutes. In that five minutes, I go and do four minutes of plank. Mm. I can't do a minute and a half. Why I'm going to do four minutes? I'll get up and say, right, I'll set a ridiculous, ta- a ridiculous challenge. I know I can't do like 200 press ups, 100 press ups this morning. I struggle to do 50 at the minute. Mm. Like, in a one I'm going to do 100 press ups, and I'm going to do 100 press ups and stay there until I fucking done it. Pull-ups, you know, it's like that every day. So 30 pull-ups tomorrow. I can do about eight of them, minute. I'm super unfit. Mm. I'll just go and I'll do, and I'll stay there until I've done 30. It might take me 20 minutes. But in just doing something that un- uncom- makes me uncomfortable, mm. it just switches your brain on. It just switches your brain on somehow. So, obviously, it's related to the physical activity side yeah, of things. Yeah. But again, it comes back to that changing something slight in your lifestyle. Like in your lifestyle, that is a few minutes' work, depending on what I'm doing every day. A few minutes. Everyone's got at least half hour, an hour, hour and a half spare they can spare that they ain't going on Facebook particularly away, right? And that little change I do makes me feel better. You know, the average Joe, and this is civvies as well, mind, who struggle with just feeling crap. Just feeling crap. You know, just try going for a walk for 10 minutes. Get out and walk. 10, 20 minutes, 30 minutes. Just do something. Get physical or just switch it up and you'll, you'll feel, I think, anyway, you'll feel better. But you know what you're not doing? Go to the doctor and getting fucking pills. Yeah. <laughs> You're trying all the easy fixes first because mm. they are easy fixes. This is getting how it's so, so many civvies are on drugs as well, generally. Well, uh, which I mean, recreational. Just well, That's yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. No, but like medication, you know, like it's the done thing to be on so many meds. Is, it, you think, is that bad over here? With you? I don't know. Are they? I think it is. I think we're not as bad as America. Think of it well. This is a completely different game. Uh, it's, yeah, I mean, what, what is it over there? Adderall and. They just dish out like antidepressants, like no man's business. But you can you can buy it. You can buy it down the aisle in the supermarket. Can you? Stuff that you can't get here, even on subscription most of the time. Really? Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. Xanax and stuff, you know. What people on you then? Hmm? What people on you, medication wise? What same for the same kind of stuff? Just not. I don't know. I kind of I remember going back to um, I can't remember. I was some sort of social event somewhere, and there was veterans there as well. There's a lot of civilians there. And uh, I was out in the smoking area, even though I wasn't smoking at the time. But uh, everyone was just general chit-chat. And people were going around the room just having conversation. Oh, have you tried these? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm on really? I'm on four of those twice a day. And they come around to me and I was like... Uh, really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it was just, it was just shocking. And it wasn't... And these, were, these weren't people... I mean, there were some injured veterans there, but it was, these were like civilians, like, you know... Families, know wives, and all that sort of stuff. Where was that? Was London? Just, uh, no, I can't remember where it was. Yeah, but London, yeah, because you don't like it. No, I hate London. I'm scared of London. Wait, he's a flipping nightmare. I'm surprised he even came here today. This is a bit close to London. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't realise that. I didn't realise that. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's yeah. weird. How do we get on to that? 
Yeah, well, um, nice, nice the Project RV yeah, changing yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I agree. And it's commu- but as well with you guys, it's that communication, chatting to the blokes for people who ain't seen. You know, I mean, how many, how many of those, like, I don't know, to get on a guest on it, uh, the majority of the people who now come to Project RV, were they hardly involved with any of the blokes previously? I mean, imagine, I would imagine, like, um, Sparks would be, well, not Sparks, you, you and she, that you and she would be you know, still extend to comms with the blokes and Pete Priest, I don't know. They're, they're, honestly, you'll be surprised. I think lads are all friends with each other on the old Facebook and and all that, but it's not really. Yeah, it's not. It's not really it's not, keeping in touch, no, is it? No. So, yeah, no, no. A lot of the lads are. Um, yeah, they're they're not. Then it's just it's getting the boys together. Once you're in, a lot of mentioned in each other's company. That's when it. That's when it. That's when the magic happens, isn't it? You mm. know, mm. that's when you come alive. You know, I think you know you you, you say about lifestyle change, Christ. Fully submerging yourself in cold water, easy one. That, that makes you feel alive. Yeah. And especially when you're with your muckers and you look at him in clip when he's come up, it's hilarious <laughs> and it sticks with you. But yeah, and that's the fun stuff, isn't it? You know. <coughs> um, so yeah, this this that's what it's all about, really. It's keeping the boys, you know, and they help each other. And and you can't. The best way the blokes help each other is by slagging. Yeah, I was about to ask it. What's it like with the boots? Oh, next? <laughs> that's the best. The second you get there, yeah, the second you get there, boot, boot neck, res lads, mm. boom, it's mega. It's yeah. mega. Yeah. yeah, it's really good. It's almost yeah. like it's almost the default opener for a conversation, especially with people you haven't seen in a long time. Kyle Deerens, right? Came <laughs> up, came, came to Warwick last night. Came to see. He's over from South Africa, right? Yeah. He came up last night. Charlie, same Russell Wise came up an hour, rocked up. <clears throat> I was going to slag him off anyway. He gave me the opportunity. He was, he was half an hour late. Right? Yeah. So he rocked up. I mean, the opener. I hadn't seen him for 10, no, 11 years. Mm. 11 years. I right? not seen him. And I would not spoken to him either. Wow. A couple of times on Facebook, r- randomly mm. message. And he rocked up and the opener. I was like, what the fuck? Fucking time do you call this? Yeah. Twat of the way. Yeah. <laughs> I sit him just as bad as fuck. That was weird, isn't it, the way it is? It's not that never been away. No. And that's yeah. how it should be. Mm. And that's yeah. how we are. Yeah. But the thing is, now, with the communication we got, like, you you know, of course, we're live here, but why aren't we more interactive? And and it's just the piss ups in London. How many of them do you hear about? Oh, piss up in London. Who wants to go? Really? You're a bit. Don't get me wrong. They're good in their. They have their place, but not all the time. A lot of the lads, you know, some of the lads are teetotal now or, or don't like drinking. Mm. So, yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's good. It's regular, and it's. I mean, again, similar with this with this show. Yeah. Is that um, I want I wanted to help out. In some way, shape, or form, or charities yeah. or whatever, but it's in the same thing. I thought I could. If you go to, like you've got to, like people got to think, piss up for an RV. Mm. Yeah, I was thinking, well, I'll do some fitness and get a GoFundMe page going. I'm thinking, no, because it's once. Mm. I can, and then this is how this idea came up. It's going to be regular. It's like an ongoing thing. Oh, right, yeah. you, you generate less sort of support, whatever you're doing on each one. But longevity of it. I mean, I hope this goes on for years and years and years and years and doesn't stop. And over that course of time, it fucking raised loads more. We did like one or two yeah. events a year, you know, raising money. Sitting, same with Project RV in the book skip, isn't it? Um, you're, not on, you're not on social media, though? I am now, yeah. Do you hate Since, it? <laughs> I, I, I'm terrible at it. I'm a, I, I, I get my wife, so she does a lot of it for me. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm on all of them. Uh, I'm on a Facebook, I've got a Twitter and an Instagram and a LinkedIn. Um, but that's the Project RV thing, isn't it? Have you got your own Facebook? Thing yeah, 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 yeah. I'd, I'd, um, I'm lucky that old one leg Joe and Nadine that they square away the social media side. No, I've got, I've got my own. Every so often, I'll ring them up and I say, "Ah, oh, can you post this or can you mm. do that?" But, hmm, yeah, it's not really for me. 
It depends how you manage it. It depends yeah. how you manage it within yourself. It's like uh, there's. It's hard. I think it's easier. It's easier for like people of our generation. Wait, wait. You laughing at him? We laugh. We laugh at no. <laughs> our generation. <laughs> what? Our generation. Are we the same generation? How old are you? Yeah, my age. How old are you? How old are you? Thirty-six. Put it back to you. Thirty-six. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, I'm thirty-nine. I'm alright. Oh yeah. Yeah. Jesus. How old are you? <laughs> yeah, thirty-five. Oh, no. I don't really. I'm thirty-two. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> we got like micro generations going. I think you have generations that are twenty-five years apart. Like but when you look at the technology side of things, I think we got like. I would describe it as like micro generations gone. But for us, it's easy for us to see that the the the, the cons you got the pros and cons, the cons of this. Yeah. From uh, I'm not talking I'm not engaging people around me. Yeah. I'm being f- flipping ignorant, yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. To I'm not taking any surroundings, there's just less stimulus going on and the blue light issue yeah. and all the rest of it, right? So it's easy for us to see that. But as you go down the generations, like my daughters, my daughters are 12 and 9. So my, uh, my daughters are 13 and 9, excuse me. My eldest, with her phone, she got a phone and it's like, um, she can take it or leave it. She's a nightmare. For, she doesn't reply to messages. And I hate it, but I love it at the same time. I love that she doesn't think, I'm going to reply to a message, I'm going to reply straight away. She's read it, forget about it. That's cool. Right? But, so she's grown up. And when she was, so what we were in 2018, so when she was, uh, oh my God, my maths is going to be horrendous. So Facebook didn't come out until 2007. Right? Mm. Yeah, 2007. Yes, 2007 was Facebook. I know, I know, it's crazy. It's yeah. only been around like 11, uh, 11 years. Yeah. So 2007 was Facebook, right? So she was two years old. So when she was growing up, she didn't have parents around her, mm. right? At that young age, doing this all the time, because it wasn't really happening then, this the whole mm. time. The iPhone, so Facebook was 2007, the iPhone was 2005. Or something Probably. Eight? Or Probably. I remember a guy having an iPod in Afghan in 06 and me thinking it was quite new. iPhone was mega late as well, yeah. Uh, so, anyway, so, hmm. so, she, so my eldest, now 13, has grown up with not being around it growing up because her parents, because we didn't have it, we wasn't all that, right? And then halfway through a young life, then all of a sudden, me as a parent and um, I know my mother's got more involved, a lot more of this. And the people she sees and the adults she sees rubbing off her are all on this, yeah. But she's had the experience of not having that. My youngest, nine, uh, different kind of fish. So she's almost, she grew up with everyone like this, everyone like this. Everyone. So to her, that's the norm. Yeah, yeah. yeah? And that's the norm. And you, I can see the differences in them too. It's like, when I say micro generations, you've got Azu sort of come into it. And what do they call us now? Zennials. Not millennials. They've got millennials, you've got zennials. So zennials. You don't think I made this up, do you? <laughs> you are making this up. No, 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 no. no. I make a lot up, but I'm not making this up, right? Yeah. A zennial is someone who um, who grew up analog. Yeah, obviously you're not a techie, right? Yeah. So <laughs> grew up analog. So you grew up with no no digital, no flipping. Um, yeah, no digital, no like it wasn't the information. It was just information. Loads, you know, couldn't get online. Mm. Didn't have the web until sort of we were hitting our teens. Yeah, and then didn't have smartphones until we were in adulthood. Yeah, that's a zennial. So you grew up analog, and in your adulthood, all this it, like information age here—it's like bang, all the technology. That's what a zennial is, half and half. So you've experienced one or the other. I don't know that. I remember the lads just sat outside the PRI trying to plug their laptops in to the internet, yeah. and there'd always be a queue. You'd be going in the gym. Remember yeah. the gym at Ajabad? Yeah. The lads mm. would just be on the on the yeah. side trying to plug their. Yeah. What are they doing? What's yeah. on the internet? 
Yeah. You know? Oh, I mean, that was... Uh, when... Uh, there was a time there wasn't data. You didn't get data on your phone. Remember this? You didn't have data. Like, you didn't have... You didn't get internet on your phone. When we were, we were on about on, on the show where you were on, and we were on about where we had Xboxes in the block. And, like, I had to organise... Um, Internet for D Company Block at the BT Engineering. It's like, <laughs> got it, got it to put a port in. And um, but then that was all laptops. But there was no, there was no smartphones. Mm. There was no data. There was no going mm. checking Facebook, getting a website. Like you say, you have to have a laptop and flipping plugging internet yeah, connection. Yeah. Wi-Fi is like, oh, whoa! It's crazy how rapid it's happened. How quick it's happened. Yeah, but, yeah we're living through like a communication revolution, aren't we? Mm. Like if you if you were to tell your previous self from like 15, 20 years ago that you could immediately communicate with anyone around the world right now by putting my hand in my pocket. Mm. It's insane. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's mad. And I think we're I think we're struggling to cope with that, if you know mm. what I mean. It's, yeah, it's, it's hard. In the way that yeah. social media draws us in, but also in the way that people can say things on social media that perhaps they wouldn't say in real life. And obviously that causes arguments and tensions. And it's so easy to troll as well. Yeah. And it's, you know, I think that... That's uh, on, a, on the flip side, it's a nightmare. On the flip side, man. yeah, all this information. Oh, absolutely, hey, anything you want. Why do you go to university? Why do you, you don't? You don't <laughs> need to go to university anymore. Or you yeah. can go online and yeah. just learn what you want. Anything, anything. It's like um, you want to you want to do a bit of get a recipe. You have to have a cookery book. YouTube. Yeah, you don't even have to <laughs> type things in. Google. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't make, I don't so make easy. Yeah. I don't make Save my fingers you. a little it's, bit. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's it scary though as well isn't it do you, do, have you ever seen Black Mirror right I watched fantastic I watched the first I think I watched the half the first show have you seen it no you need to watch more have you got a TV job yeah is that yeah, technology yeah. allowed you're right with that one. <laughs> we got a flat we got a flat telly in January did you year. get that at the same time you got on Facebook <laughs> yeah, yeah well, it was about that time I think that was March I got on Facebook yeah yeah <laughs> yeah flat screen is it one of the smart ones it's got YouTube on it it's a big telly yeah hmm yeah, looks, you got looks pretty smart. I think it's good, yeah. <laughs> ah, the wife deals with that. We had a big silver one. Remember the big silver ones? With the, with the what, what was that tube called? The yeah, that's it. <laughs> really funny. Yeah, we got rid of that. called the back? Oh, the, uh, I don't know. Got rid of it. My missus had one for years. She was so reluctant to get on with technology. When I was growing up. we had one of those for ages. When I was growing up, um, I had a black and white. This is... So when I say I was growing up, we're talking 90s, wasn't 60s, but... <laughs> Like the depths of Wales, mate. And I had a black, yeah. black, little red, black and white TV and the dial to change the channel with a dial and <laughs> yeah, the radio yeah, yeah. all the frequencies with a thing in the top. That was the 90s. Go on, go on the Welsh Valley. <laughs> I bought a laptop yesterday. Did you? Yesterday? Well, I'm not sure. I'm not, <laughs> it's in my bag. I'll you, show you it later <laughs> if you want. Have you found the power button? Oh, no, the mate you turned it on at the shop. I'm not that battery now. <laughs> don't, don't ever turn it <laughs> yeah. off. Never get it back on. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> Oh, goodness me. What's your next trip? Um, We haven't planned it yet. Oh, we not? Wait, what do you know when... <laughs> Don't tell anyone, oh, let, me, let me help you with that, then. Did you listen to the show with... Um, oh, God. Nick Goldsmith. Bootneck. Hidden Valley Bushcraft. Yes, I did, yeah. Have you... I'm not going to put you on the spot. Maybe. You know, do you know he does, like... You can go to him for weekends. He wants me and Jared... I don't know. You don't know, mm. go down there for a night and spend the night in the woods. Basically, he's That's a chef. It. He's next bootneck chef, right? Is he? Yeah. Oh. But he's also a bootneck chef. Yeah, yeah bootnecks. They do it all themselves, don't they? 
I know. Yeah, they're core, aren't they? So they have their all yeah, their different yeah, branches and trades within yeah, them. Oh, Power Rangers used yeah. to do that. No, we we were just fighters. In, I, mean, I think. <laughs> in, um, in, mate, Power Rangers used to do that. You used to have Power Rangers clerks, Power everything. Yeah, no, yeah, it's like pre, they were attachments. They weren't. They did, you know. No, 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 no. You're in denial, mate. You're out now, mate. Right. Mm. Power Rage. Am I right? Or am I wrong? Six, oh, yeah, sixteen airborne division, maybe. But like we're going back. Oh, back in the day. Back right. in, like, yeah, it was. So you did it all. You, all you, you know, you know why all that was taken down there. Do you know why the whole thing? We, we stopped being that we had to depend on the wider army do you know how that came about something happened it was not obviously <laughs> it was something to do with uh, one of the attempted takeovers in, in France by um, the Foreign Legion right and I think it was well, the, might have been the, 60s, the government they had, got, they had guys in the aircraft ready to jump they were going in they were going to and it was largely it was like a military coup that had been planned and there Take was lo- the French government. a lot of yeah yeah there's a lot of uh, French Foreign Legion, but it was very airborne focused. And the reason why they did it was because there was, it was such a strong air, airborne element, but that had sort of repercussions in the UK. And people were getting a little bit edgy because back then you had guys that had fought in Arnhem and everything. Um, they were in the airborne division, they were there were politicians that had airborne backgrounds. There was it was a very strong identity, even more so back why then. Why did they want to take over? Um, it was what to do with talking? it. We're talking fifties, sixties, okay. probably. Yeah, it's, but it was, it was, it was just a, like another coup sort of thing to yeah. to take back. But um, if you bear in mind that, that France was split during the Second World War as well with the Vichy government that went to side the Nazis, and you had the Free French with Charles Paul. Yeah, they were Did split. You know they were split, mate. Vichy yeah? French mate, side of the Nazis. <laughs> but so anyway, rewind that. I mean, that might have had something to do with the, the later on the, so the later. You're case. saying, right? Sorry to interrupt. You're saying. Mm. In the Second World War, the French allegiance to who they were going to fight for was split. Was split, and yeah. Some of them went to the Germans. Most of them went to the Germans. The Vichy government, Vichy France, stayed with the Nazis, and so we were fighting like they, they fought against the Australians in the desert and stuff. The French. Didn't and, know this. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they, they split, and Charles de Gaulle um, set up uh, the Free French government in the UK, as he fled. Because the whole whole of France fell to the Nazis, obviously. So, yeah. and that's where he started his thing. So there's always been a bit of division with that whole thing. Can, can you on. watch it on YouTube? Well, the Second World War. <laughs> <laughs> it takes a while. <laughs> no, there's there, there's loads of information about it out there. What were you but, saying? But so go on. You're, so anyway, so, so it, it was the whole airborne thing, and it was basically back then there were people with airborne connections all over the place in government, down down throughout society, all in general, and it scared the government to a degree. So. They reformed everything, and obviously money was an issue and collapse in empire and everything. Yeah. That they they chopped everything back and they disbanded sixteen airborne division, and then re uh, I think it was five airborne after that, or was it when they combined the divisions? Basically, when it, it chopped everything up, and um, we became less, you know, more dependent on a wider army. Because mm. before we were almost like we weren't like Royal Marine, we weren't a core, but we did have much larger support yeah. within our own ranks yeah. sort of thing and the airborne identity was stronger mm. it's very you still get a lot of you know rightly or wrongly you get a lot of um, animosity between guys that are power edge cat badge uh, and guys that are attached arms it's, whereas it's before that but whereas before the lines were completely blurred and that, and that was because largely because in the second world war we were volunteers from infantry regiments so we weren't even badged power edge initially mm. So I don't know a, that. Yeah, so that's a lot of. Uh, I know nothing about the reason. Charles de Gaulle. I thought he was an airport. <laughs> no, 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 he was the first president. I know it was after someone. First president after um, after. After the Second World War. Yeah. I didn't know that either. 
Who was Vici then? Was that the Vici is a place? Is, uh, is it a place? It's Latin. Vici France is the V I C I. V I C H Y. Ah, okay. Vici. It was led by um, Patan. What was led by Patan? Uh, the government decided with the Germans. It was Patan? What was his first name? Was he a Charles as well? Why did they choose to do that then? Mental. No, no, you, you've got to sort of change your mindset. Like, everyone gives a French stick, you know, cheesy and surrender monkeys and all that stuff. But you've got, they, they honestly, the, the, yeah. what, they, what they went through in the First World War eclipses anything we did. Absolutely. Like, the, the casualties they suffered and the scale of the fighting and everything it was insane. Mm. You know, it was absolutely mm. insane. And Patan, who ended up siding with the Nazis, was just really reluctant to to throw his men into the meat grinder. And he was a really good general in World War One, mm. But he just absolutely didn't want to repeat the same thing. Mm. It was going to be stalemate. It was going to... Oh, well, you can you know, see it. That's what I suppose. It's fair enough. So they did not have the appetite for it. And neither did we, to a degree. You know, there was still a lot of... Why did the Italians side with the Germans? Um, largely because Mussolini. Mussolini had a total hard-on for Hitler. Like, it was the other way around years before that. Mussolini was, like, a really vibrant sort of character. And, and uh, Hitler kind of looked up to him because he was the dude. And then... Things changed around much later. Hitler looked at the Mussolini. Yeah, yeah. Before Hitler came to power. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, a long time before Hitler came to power. Yeah, because yeah. he was doing the whole fascist thing. He was when it was like cool when it first started <laughs> off. You know when it was a, when it was trendy, and then obviously Hitler took over. Really, and, uh, yeah. Mussolini was just trying to follow his footsteps all the time. He was always trying to play catch up. And it's, again, the Italians get a lot of shit because they, you know, there was a lot of times that the Germans were planning things and then the Italians would go and fuck up and the Germans would be like, oh, for fuck's sake, what have they done now? You know, and having to, to plug the gaps and everything. But it was because they were moving at such a fast pace that the Italians couldn't keep up. They were mm. still having to modernise their army when Hitler was like, come on, come on, need you to go into the, uh, mm. you know, need you to head into the Balkans, come on. And, uh, yeah, not good times. Anyway, that was a bit of a tangent, wasn't it? He's a flipping encyclopedia, mate. Yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, because all, yeah. all those facts were wrong and people would be like, what the fuck's he on about? Each of France is true, yeah. Sure, yeah. it's on, it's on why, YouTube. Why, why let a lie get in the way of a good story? You know? Yeah, absolutely. Or truth. No, why let the truth get in? <laughs> Going back, Hidden Valley Bushcraft. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, he, so yeah, he's a chef. He's, he's a bootneck chef, but he, he, he um, I mean, he did all stuff. But he ended up doing. He got some language skills. He ended up deploying on a few things. So he's a really interesting character. Um, but uh, mate. Maybe I did to go and do something with him, especially like with well, the bootneck connection. Yeah, I, w- I mm. want to do something for the bootnecks. Uh, they have a training area in Dartmoor called Fog and Tor. Right. Mm. It's a great big quarry, and I'll go there regularly and set it up. To do what? Just rope work. And do mountain climbing and stuff. Fun, there, yeah, oh. I do all the fun stuff Pul- for them. Yeah. And, stuff. and uh, yeah, and um. You, so you go there regularly to set what up? Set the climbing up. Set, set the Fog and Tor quarry up. Yeah, so. You, you, you'll do a big rappel, you know, a big abseil, or you'll do a climb up, or you'll yeah. do a big tyrolean traverse, and, yeah. you know, just that sort of fun stuff. But when the Marines go there, it's a thrashing, and it's horrendous for them. And, uh, you know, you say fog and tour, you know, it's like, a bit, oh, like, big, big back nightmares. Yeah, right? it's not yeah. nice. But I say, I'm saying, yeah, let's go to fog and tour, and let's, let's have a laugh. Yeah. You know, let's have a good crack with it, and, and you know, you can... <laughs> Reminisce. What what training do they do there? Uh, well, they have a section known as MLs, and that's pretty much like oh yeah, like RPF or something. You yeah, know, yeah. it's their little unit. Yeah. And then um, the MLs come in and they just thrash them when they're when they're in depot mm. when they're joes, and uh, they they obviously do an abseil with a kit or they do a thing known as a, a roller haul, and yeah. literally you just 
fly up a cliff face with a bergen with a bunch of lads on the end of a rope pulling you up. Yeah. And you get to the top, you've got to try and stand up and yeah. just little bits like that. So, yeah, yeah just... Like a, a thrashing adventure training place. Have you heard of... Um, I think another one might be an interesting one to link up with. Have you heard of a company called Depth Therapy? I know. Are they a company or are they a charity? Or not an I don't know. You spoke about it in the previous episode. I did, didn't I? I mentioned them, yeah. Depth Therapy. Mm. They're a... Oh man, I can't remember the guy's mm. name. I think this name might be completely wrong. Like, I think his name is Richard Cullen. Name might be completely wrong. Anyway, Depth Therapy, they do... Um, so lot you're doing. Get... I think it's to do injured veterans though and the amputees and all sorts get them in and do like diving do diving stuff Lovely. so yes but they call it depth therapy so you'll dive I think it's civvies as well but I'll look at them yeah I'll look at them and they're, they're located where are they? they're up north no they're, up, they're not in Wales are they? no they're up north they're near um, I think the Yorkshire somewhere I think I think I was talking to someone today about that actually taking injured vets diving diving because it's Weightless on the limbs yeah. and stuff, yeah. And everybody's equally disabled yeah. in the water, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know. And it was there, um, yeah, it was a yeah, yeah. I have heard of um, yeah. Oh, Shall I, I bumped into the other day? Who? Oh, you said Ed there, he didn't say it was part of a different word, but right? Remember, uh, do you remember the PTI as an A company back in 2002, 2003? I don't know, I don't know when you got in, Ed, Ed something, Ed Hargreaves, Ed Hargreaves, yeah, Ed Hargreaves, yeah, yeah. Remember Ed Big mm. nose, right gobby, right gobby. He was the one, um, he, was one, he, he, came, he came to the battalion and he took A Company on this run, this thrashing run. I wasn't there, funny enough, for this one. It was in, what was it, where did we used to go training up where, where PF were based, up by Woodbridge? Thetford. He was up in yeah. Thetford, doing this hideous run. It's where Coatsworth shit himself. <laughs> <laughs> this man has tried so hard, he has shit his pants. <laughs> he wasn't, he was just unfit. He was yeah, yeah, unfit. Yeah. I was driving down the road the other day. Where was it? Well, not far from here. And, and he was walking, on, he was walking, walking past. He still is. He's in I'm, I'm army training corner. Yeah, I digress. But I digress. He, he, joined, the P, he joined the PTI. Didn't he went to PT corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember Mad Dog? Yeah. Mazzoni Dalton. Same colouring as you, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. You fucking handle. I don't want to do him. He went PT core, yeah. Did he? Yeah, he went PT core. He had a big handlebar moustache. Yeah. Proper Hulk Hogan job. Yeah. Did he? Mad dog. Yeah, he went was only dog. Yeah, I barely yeah, remember absolutely. him. Absolutely. He, he did the marathon to Saab or tra- train for it or something. And he was into his crazy fizz. Oh. Like doing nut stuff. Your man's just done the jungle marathon, doesn't he? The jungle, uh, the jungle ultra uh, marathon. Herbie Hyde. Herbie Hyde, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I heard about that. He's Brilliant. putting all the videos on it. He's putting like all clips of it on now that he's back. Putting all clips of it on. He was, he was at one point something like eighth or ninth. I don't know what position he finished yeah. up in, but he did it. He's fucking hardcore. Where can you find all that? On his Facebook. On his Facebook. Just get him on Facebook, yeah, yeah, yeah. putting all that there. That looked pretty good. It was, uh, uh, yeah, he got beaten by a bootneck though, didn't he? Oh, did he? Well, I was did he? On our, on our last <laughs> RV, you know, the canoe and RV. Yeah. Right, we stay on the campsite, and the bloke that owned it all was yeah. an ex bootneck. Yeah. He beat beat Herbie on it, and it, well, he had to remind us, didn't he? Oh, my God. I know, God. I know, yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. I know. So how did you get into climbing and that then? Were you, have you always been a climber? Oh, yeah. Um, so so I left and... Um, when did, yeah, 08 you got out, yeah? Yeah, uh, January 08. Yeah. Uh, yeah, y- young lad, uh, no trade, you know, not mortgage, marriage, kid, you know, you know, see you later. Yeah. No resettlement, nothing. It was oh, a drama, I did, a nightmare. Trying, trying to get jobs and, you know, working. And um, 
in the end, I, I took a loan out and I got myself a loan. Uh, I got training tree surgery. Yep. Yeah. So sure I did that. Yeah, yeah, I got into tree climbing. It was great. Um, like you said, with fizz, yeah, I think it saved me. It was brilliant. It was so much fizz and, and lots of brain power and kit. You know, I was a gear junkie. Mm. Yeah, it was wonderful. From there, I uh, I, I set a business up. I had a company. It was great. I had a few, few boys. How old are you at this point? 24, 25. Yeah, mate, that's good going. Yeah, yeah. Did good all, experience. Yeah, did, did, did all right. It was a um, good little company. Um, did very well from it. Um, a few years later, uh, sold it on. Uh, I had a bit of a crisis. I had a bit of a nightmare, really. Well, I had a, I had a nasty fall. I, had a, I, had a, I fell 60 foot from a tree into a field. Yeah, Jesus. And, yeah, and I was a nightmare. You on your own? No, 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 no. I was cutting, um, we, we were cutting trees for a mobile telephone company. Uh, it was a storm came in, blew the tree enough. So yeah, so I was up the tree. Hadn't even made a cut. I was just pulling the saw up, and uh, the tree it forked at about twenty foot. It's a big ninety foot tree. Mm. There's an eighteen meter tower I was cutting, and I was just from, a couple of feet from the top. That's how they know I was sixty foot. And uh, yeah, storm came in the valley in Oxford, blew the thing in half. Took me with it. Nightmare it was. Yeah, uh, two two breaks in the pelvis, either side of the spine. Snapped my wrist, back my shoulder, bruising, bleeding on the brain. Yeah, it was in hospital for about a week. A nightmare. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's hardcore. Oh, yeah. Only a week. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. So, yeah, because it's all you know. You just got to lay up, haven't you? <laughs> I did that, and then um, yeah, I took up swimming, and uh, I thought, yeah, you know, I'm quite good at this. And I swam over. What the was lot. part was that? Did you get into that as part of like your therapy and stuff? Well, when I was in training depot, I got uh, I got put in Faulkner's platoon, and I used to swim a lot. So I thought, oh, that's gonna oh, get yeah. better. Yeah, I swim. Yeah. I, swam, I swam over the Isle of Wight, and. Uh, you swam to the Isle of Wight? Yeah, yeah. How far is that? Uh, it was only about like, three miles, but yeah, it was all right, you know. So, yeah, I did that, and I thought, oh, I'm quite all right this. And I started getting fit again, and then I started going a bit mad, and I thought, ah, oh, get rid of the company. You know, what can I do? What do you what, mean you got mad like, with the stress of it or whatever? Well, no, just, you know, I'm still young enough to do it. At the time, I was 29, yeah. and uh, you know, I sold it up, and uh, I, I went down to a uh, pool to, to do their uh, their briefing course. Oh, did you? Yeah. Did you really? Yeah, I joined back up. I remember did being, you? yeah, I remember being at Purbright, oh, yeah. I was at Purbright, and uh, I was 29 at the time, or 30, and I was in the older age, but you got these young recruits and that, and the doctor, because of my medical record, all the breaks, yeah. he's going, oh, I didn't want me in, you know, oh, you got to, oh, not sure. And I said, look, I said, if I don't beat all these on the run tomorrow, don't let me in. And yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I know, so then I had to do it. <laughs> I know, yeah, I beat them all, though. I beat all them. Of course I did. Yeah. yeah, smashed all the nippers. And then, yeah, I went down the pool. Um, I chose pool because you need a military experience. You do yeah. selection exactly the same. Yeah. And you serve with the counterpart. Yeah. That's why I thought, ooh. What do you mean to serve with the counterpart? Regulars. Okay. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. And... Uh, you remember Afghan, don't you? Yeah. Remember, you know, remember the lads sang it, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Well, I was, I was on that, and I was always a bit, oh, you know, like, you know, is there something more, or you know? Yeah. And I went down there, and uh, it was, I was the only reserve lad. It was just me, <laughs> and uh, it was all regular bootnecks. It was oh all come out, all these come out ready and all that, and. Um, you know, I was just a clown, really. I had to do everything the same as that. I'm a tree surgeon at the time, you know, I'm running it of an evening and like, they're all really like, Ooh. all right, lads, put me on the advanced CFT. Ooh. You know, like, yeah, it was horrible. Um, it was pretty fast, like, and um, we got to the coaches at the very end. And I got this rubber M16, 
trying to, you know, like, I'm, I'm near the back of the pack. I'm not going to deny I was near the back, but I was there. And, um, like, the last man in the pack. And then, uh, all of a sudden, the coaches just drive off and they march in the other way. Oh. And this, this Marine lad, apparently he was a PTI. I don't know about that, but he just went, ah, you know, like, you know, the old yeah, Dorothy, yeah, yeah. Uh, down it goes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm going past, so I was a bit, Ooh. And then, um, yeah, I thought they could all swim. I really thought well, they could, next. yeah. What? I thought they could all swim. I, they I, get thrashed with it, don't they? That's what I thought. And I was flapping. I'm thinking, Christ, these, you know, these boys are going to be boot neck in front of me I'm stood on the edge of this board you've got to stand with your toes on the air I've got the boots the jungles and the I had a rubber DeMarco or something around my chest rig and rubber white I'm stood there number 13 <laughs> I'm there and then this lad just bloop, bloop, keep going under like bloop. and in the end they tried to stick in the pole in but the pole was like not enough and in the end these two two staff are jumping in getting him out he's on the edge of the pool I said, they're going, get in the pool, get in. Are you sure, staff? And they're going, yeah, get in. Outdoor, yeah. like a swimming pool? No, nah, it's only their swimming barracks. It's only, yeah, yeah, it's only the SF swim test. Yeah, yeah it turned out I was all right. You know, because I'd done all that swimming, yeah. Just you know, I mean, you must be, like, that surprised me that there must be, like, any of the units. So it's like some units and subunits are right mm. some things, and others you can't. I mean, my swimming's terrible. And mm. I was, well, I did, like, 12 years. I did swimming mm. tests occasionally. My swimming's horrendous. Yeah. I can imagine swimming tests, but not much at the time, not much else. Yeah. So it might be the mm. same thing. So, I mean, you can imagine some units have another swimming test for maybe, mm. if you if you were one of those blokes and you, you end up with, you can... Navigate me through and by chance not yeah. do something like a CFT for like five years yeah. because you're bouncing from place to place to place to place. Mm. Yeah, maybe it's like that, I don't know. I, mate, they must, have, they must get thrashed with swimming most of the time. Well, well yeah, well, well so when it, yeah, I did that and then but the whole time I was there, you know, it was these young lads and they started then and they cut about and regular unmarked vehicles and the way it was. And I was just, it's about too long in a tooth, you know what I mean? I was just, yeah. you know, like, the, the, you know, getting briefs as what's going on, and and you know, we, we took us up one of their groups and started chatting with a few of the lads, and one of them was talking about a couple of his mates in mm. Helmand, and I was a bit, I was on that, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. yeah. No, I got I got a nice handshake from it. Ah, nice, you know, thanks. And oh, when we got the guys out. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. They're like saying, oh, thank mm. you know, like and and um, but yeah, it was just I thought I want change, but I don't want this. Do you know what I mean? I don't want to be doing this because it's. Yeah, it's just not me, you know. I'd, I'd, I'd done my time, yeah. you know. I'd done it gracefully. You nice one, cheers, tada. Yeah. yeah. And um, yeah, and then I come out. But I, a few months before, my lovely wife had bought me a uh, a Bear Grylls Survival Academy course. I know. What's that? Oh man, it is. Um, well, I, I I I just turned up. She said, "There's your details. This is what you need." And I turned up. With a bit of kit and a rucksack, and you got all these lads stood around, and they're all like, "Oh yeah, you know, ooh, ooh, <laughs> yeah, of course, yeah." And they're all, ooh. and I'm going, "I'm going, all right, lads, how you doing? All right, you know, yeah." Ooh. And they're chatting away, like they're saying, "Oh, bear this, bear." And I'm thinking, I've seen him once or twice on the telly. I don't know much about him. I just seen him yeah. on the telly. Like, what's going on? We did this weekend, and it was all a bit. It was a bit mad. Like a bit. It was. It was over before you knew it. You yeah. know. It's outdoor activities. But yeah, yeah. Just you know, just you know, make, just sleeping in a shelter and all that. You know, he got given a box of military rations twenty four hour. Yeah. First <laughs> thing in the morning, I'm eating muesli, and all these lads are cooking up their chickpea curries. <laughs> and then that night they're going, I've got any more food, you know. <laughs> and they're eating their cold muesli, you know. Oh, like, yeah. yeah, nice one, lads. But you know what I mean. Yeah. And then, um, so how, how much piss did you have to drink? 
<laughs> uh, yeah, I drank all those. Less, they didn't bring any. They didn't do that. That was nothing to do with yeah. yours. Yeah, um, yeah, so um, did that, and then that was just on my mind. I thought, you know, they, they've got a nice idea. Mm. So I got in touch with them. I said, you know, I fancy making a go of it. What can you do? And it was lucky. It was lucky timing. They had this extreme course running in the Highlands. I says, we need your help. Can you can you run run a oh. course for us? Uh, like three courses back. back. <coughs> and then he said, "Well, we do this rope work that." Right? And obviously, there's a ropes lad as well. Ah, no dramas. Yeah, set it up, and I ran the courses. And uh, yeah, it was it, it went mega, and it was you know it's good course. You know, taking people extreme environment. It was Sutherland, and uh, then we dump them on a remote island and all that. It was a good bit of fun. So this is Bear Grylls Company then. Yeah, like, Bear Grylls Academy. Academy. Yeah, didn't know it existed. Yeah, yeah. It's um, it's been about five years now. Has it? Yeah, and I, I just progressed within the company. I, I became staff instructor and done my work. They sent me all over. They sent me, sent me to China, America. <coughs> I've thrown the chief of NASA off a cliff. You know, director of flight operations. Yeah. You, know, you know, Houston. You know, Houston, <laughs> we got a problem. Hey, man, I thought you were funny. You know, he didn't find it funny. Yeah, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> so, yeah, we've done all right. Wow. And, uh, yeah, I, I just worked my way in the company, done, done well. And then and then all of a sudden, I just got, got the phone call. Can't, can can you work with Bear himself as part of the small team, like? Really? And yeah, yeah. Doing what? Well, crew crew safety. So, you know, you, you watch Bear run up to a cliff, jump off, but then all of a sudden the cameraman over he goes and you lower him off. Ah, right, that's mega. I didn't realise that. Mm. That is mega. How long have you been there for then? Three and a half years. Yeah, I've just, there was a show on Tuesday night. There was a show Tuesday night. Bear Grylls, White Davis. Oh, yeah, I was oh, you did that. it on Tuesday. <laughs> What's the show? I was hey, it with yeah. hey, I made the credits. Yeah. <laughs> What's the show? Uh, just bear, bear taking celebrities out. When did that start? Is that the first one? To no, start? no, no. No, he's done loads before, hasn't he? Yeah, done, we did Ant and Joshua last year, Rob Bryden. What was Warwick Davis like? Lovely little fella. He, he's oh, he's a lovely little fella. <laughs> yeah, he's a cracking guy. Yeah, he, yeah. Because uh, I've seen him on. Um, Life's too short, the Ricky Gervais. Ah, like, very funny. Brilliant. He very didn't mind taking the piss out of himself. Nah, yeah, yeah. No, he's a good guy. No, yeah, he's good. What was Anthony Joshua? Cool guy. He seems cool as well. He's a big boy. How tall is he? Mm. Well, he's the longest in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's a uh, yeah, he's a big unit, like. But yeah. What did you have him doing then? I, well, the first time, my first meeting with him was I was. Putting a harness on him, ready, yeah. so that the second the second bear turned up with him, it was literally just bear runs in, clips him to the bottom of a helicopter, and away away they go. Oh right, uh, that was you know. But we did all sorts with it, you know. Do, do they know what they're going to do? Uh, no, no, they ain't got a clue. No, no, no the, it's whole, all... the whole point was that he was surprised if yeah. you watched it. No, they haven't it got was, a clue. No, oh, for that funny. one. Yeah, yeah. Is that up the most shows or not? No, all of them. No, no, no. The, they got no idea. They haven't got a clue. They don't know what's going. We're there. We do, you know, a couple of days before, we're there going, right, so if we're doing this, this and this, we know they're going in that direction. Where's a good camera position? Right, good. Or where's a good sound position? Yeah. No, bear, bear and it's all first hand and they crack yeah. on. Where are you yeah, going? No. He's, you tend to see these days a lot of TV, that, that kind of reality, not reality, not reality. Well, TV. reality, not, not reality, reality TV. TV. Yeah, 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 that, he's, um, a lot of it's like set up and fake and that, but, mm. but a lot of it's not. There's, remember Luke Hardy? Yes. Oh, he's got. He's got a the paramedic or something. Paramedic London. Yeah, yeah. 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 We we got a couple together. Like set up. So it's been yeah. a lot of time. And uh, he, um, where he lives in London, he's got a lot. They got a lodger there, and uh, she's the producer of 
What's that flipping show? First dates. Oh yeah. Where they sit in the restaurant and they it's blind dates and they, they match up two people you know, male, female, male, male, female, mm. whatever. They match them up and they just film them on the first date and they've never mm. met. And you think, oh God, and they just film it. Mm. You think, oh, that's bollocks. And some of them you think, there's no way that was invented. There's no way they've randomly matched those people up. And when you're speaking to her, she's yeah. a mega nice girl, mm. and she said, no, it is 100% true. So when you see two people and they they just don't get on and they're flipping arguing and you think just a screen. No. When you see people and they actually get on like a house on fire and they're like made for each other and then four or five seasons, four or five like weeks later and they give it up, they go now and you know, have a great time they've been out off from it. She said no, it's 100%. People send in their details, they apply, can put all the details down and they literally try and match them up because they want that positivity. They want, they want people to fall in love because it, it, the positive experience is better than everything. Yeah, but they want the negative one as well. That's yeah, better teaching. She's saying that, that happens randomly. So when it does happen, it's, mm. you don't you never think it's going to happen because these people are matched up. Everything on paper, yeah. He he likes women with brown hair, blue eyes, uh, brown hair, brown eyes. who like outdoors and um, and 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 is vegetarian. I've, I've I've got experience in it when. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, well, I, I was on a television show once. Have you you ever seen Total Wipeout? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I went on that. Yeah. Where, when, was it South America? <laughs> yeah, Buenos Aires. Flipping out. Yeah, I went on that. Yeah, it was brilliant. When was that? Oh, uh, 2009 or 10. Did, did you like. do the, uh, you know, at the start, where you all do something moronic? Come on! Come on, Yeah! Woo! Did you do, did you do one of those? Yes. My wife, my lovely wife, uh, I was watching the telly part. I was watching um, Deal or No Deal with the kids yeah. and the wife, you know, I sat there and I says, I oh, love, put an application in for that. I want to get on, meet Noel Edmonds. I'd love to meet Noel, yeah. you know? Yeah. I'd love to meet Noel, you know? <laughs> and then, um, and then, yeah, and that was it. And then the next program, I'll wipe out, sat there with the kids. Dad, could you do that? I'm going, of course I can do that. I'm your dad. <laughs> she put an application in for Total Wipeout, but I thought it was Deal or No Deal. So... She's dropped me at the station, give me a pat lunch. She's yeah. gone and good luck with that thing. I said, oh, brilliant. I'm all nervous for deal or no deal. Is Noel going to be there? <laughs> Got my pat lunch, dressed in normal clothes. Yeah. Get to this area in London. Everyone's dressed in. I was met by a woman who was dressed as a middle-aged woman dressed as a princess. Middle-aged bloke dressed as a tiger. Some other <laughs> lunatic walks past as one of the dwarfs, red dwarf, um, uh, seven dwarfs. I'm going, what's going on? And I went, hiya, in, into this room, into this great big... Uh, massive studio area yeah. uh, all these people are just getting the camera put on their face and they're shouting at the camera oh I'm such and such and funny little quirky things and then all of a sudden the camera's on me like hello I'm John I thought this was deal or no deal did they play that on the show no no I had to do another one and I just they changed it to hello my name's John I'm really happy to be here oh. you know and I, I had to do that in the end but yeah, I know, yeah, it's called you. And they make a real big deal about it. It's everyone worked on the shout out. And I'm thinking, what is this? You well, know? This is not a deal or no deal. No, yeah. Who hosted that then? That's that brunette lady, isn't it? Yeah. Lady. She seems nice. Oh, she was very nice, yes. <laughs> yeah. So you did, so with that then, you did like a, what was that, like a, that was your thing in London? Was that in London? Yeah, yeah. And then, and, and, and then. Was then, everyone British? Uh, I think, no, one of the girls on there was like a French Spanish cross. Um, um, <laughs> she's dog. Well, well, you know, um, I don't know. Mixed ethnicity, yeah, or something like that. Yeah, you know, yeah. People were all sorts. Yeah, predominantly when, British. So, how soon after that did you fly out then? Oh, there was a 
it was probably about a month or so. <laughs> After what is that? <laughs> yeah, it's really funny. Yeah, it was called Winter Wipeout at the time. It was a cool. wintery version. Oh god. Yeah, we had a bit of a reunion afterwards, and a few tequilas were necked, and uh, a few tattoos were given out. Look. Standard. What's wrong with you? What? No, why haven't you got a wipeout really? tattoo? Well, I mean, earned it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, you have to earn it and get on there. Yeah. yeah. That is horrendous. Yeah, it was pretty funny, yeah. <laughs> um, is that on? Is it, is it like on. What, what channel is wipeout on? Oh, it's on YouTube. Oh, it's on. It was on. Um, Number one. Is that channel, channel four? One, yeah. BBC no, one? No, channel Who's one. Oh, I've seen my having your archives in the BBC iPlayer app or something. Yeah, what was it? Winter free. Winter, 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 free. winter That's well, on look. YouTube. I'll cut out for you. Yeah, yeah, I'll cut out for you later, later yeah. It's on YouTube, yeah. yeah. Mm. I'd be interested. How did you get on with it? <laughs> my name is Catchphrase King John. <laughs> That's just what came out. God. Really? I, uh, how did you get on with it? What do you mean how did I get on? Did you finish the whole thing? Do you think? Did you? Of course I did. What, what, did you do the bouncing balls? Standard. Well, <laughs> you got across it. What was the secret? I didn't get across it. You did know, you fall in? I got to about the third. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> do they have winners on it? They have winners on it. I haven't seen it for ages. They have winners each show. Ten grand, yeah. Did you win it? I can I, I cannot answer that question, sir. <laughs> Private Brain two five one six three zero four seven. <laughs> Just watch the video. Yeah, yeah. What else have you done? Have you ever been on the show with? Uh, have you ever been on the show with um, Bear, like on camera or whatever? I made, I made the camera on one of them. Did you? Yeah. Who was that? It was uh, a celebrity one. Uh, yeah, Rob Brydon. Uh, they rescued a sheep. Yeah. And uh, they dropped the sheep out from a helicopter. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you just, I, I'm unclipping this sheep and giving the heli a, f- a thumbs up. And yeah, it's from quite. A, you wouldn't know it's me. Well, oh, you might okay. do from the body body language, but. Yeah. You know, in general, you just think, oh, he's a handsome, slim fella. Mate, are you? <laughs> Lean fella. Like Good haircut. <laughs> what a job. Well, the bloke's getting to all sorts. Absolutely. It's fascinating, all sorts, isn't it? It's, just, it's brilliant. The diversity of it. The diversity of it. And what I, I'm, 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 oh, the best the country's got to offer. I know, yeah. I know, Standard. I know, yeah. I know. And we, oh, look, we were saying before, I th- about like, most people get out into renewables now. I don't think it's the case. Oh, I spoke to Meza. Was it on your show? We were on about Meza. I said, oh, he wasn't. We shout out to Meza. He's in Vietnam. Yeah, I said he's a medic. He's not a medic. I said something. I, I said a lot of rubbish. No, he's not. He's, he's working in the UK. Mez? Merian? Merian. Sean Merian. Oh, I was thinking Danny Which Mez are you? No. Sean the lunatic Merian. Sean, no. <laughs> Mortis Mez. No, no way. No, <laughs> yeah, no. no. Oh, <laughs> Sean Merian's not, he's yeah. not saying. He's yeah. a lunatic as well. He's no, he's no, no. He's no, <laughs> He's no resident, I don't know. But yeah. no, I, I, when I said I said he was doing a, a medic and sitting in the bottom of a turbine or something, I said probably wrong. He's completely wrong. That he does not. He does. I think he's like a, he's like a fast responder or first responder or something. He sits in a boat and they're going, I don't know what they do. Yeah, you know, but mega bucks and renewables. Don't know. Sounds yeah. alley. Um, yeah. It's Loads really of blokes got out. Is that my was that my phone? Yeah. Loads of blokes uh, got out in 08 though, didn't they? Yeah, it's the, it was the oh, 07, 08. Yeah, it was it was the, the draft of us, wasn't it? It was a big It was it was hideous. The, yeah. Like the the, the experience mm. that the British Army lost. It wasn't just like the three mm. parts about the yeah. tour. It was like mm. uh, sixteen brigade. All those people did that 06 tour. Yeah, and just... and it kept up subsequently to other units who went on that. Those Afghan tours, and those first ones, and mm. a lot I think of times lost because you know, people have gone, I've done it, I've done what yeah. I want to do now. Fuck mm. that, let's get out. I I wanted I, 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 I turned professional at boxing. That's why I went. 
to a. Oh, is that what you left? Yeah, that's what I. I, I is there anything I, I, you haven't done, John? Is there anything you haven't done? <laughs> I haven't been a milkman. So yeah. you, you left because you turned pro boxing. Yeah, I, I gave that a bash. Yeah. Uh, what, so how did that go? Oh, I got a new record. Uh, three promote, yeah, yeah, yeah. Three, pr- three promoters, no fights. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know. What happened? Oh, I just went peaked on really. Um, yeah. Well, we did all the boxing in, in battalion yeah. and all that. Yeah. First uh, first champion team. What with three partners? Yeah. Yeah. yeah and yeah. then carried it on. Oh, see, was the part of that first team that first got the first. I was the first team. Yeah. And then was, they got it. And they got uh, nine years in the road, didn't they? Oh, uh, th- 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 twelve or thirteen. Yeah. That was under oh, Cameron, yeah. wasn't it? Captain yeah. Cameron. I, I was their first bantamweight winner. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, no other power edge that could make eight stone six. <laughs> yeah. Um, so how could you get any fights to get out? Well, I, um, it was just politics, really. You know, because because uh, I went on the army team, <coughs> became army champion, did well with them. You know, represented combined services as well. So reasonable sounded like, and then got out and uh, bashing up pros that. You you mile mile ahead, mm. and then it was just you know, but it was all about ticket sales, and yeah, you can't fight this person yet, and and in the end, it just became a bit much, and obviously I had no trade or anything. My trade was to fight, and and it just got a bit overbearing and overwhelming, and then I found the trees, just found a love for tree work, and and you know, earning money or building a business and getting into it, and that's what happened. Um, boxing is yeah. it as corrupt as I think it is? <laughs> well, just. Uh, you can, that's unfair really but money is the route to all evil isn't it uh-huh. <laughs> so, yeah but uh, it's not like WWF but no no um, it seems I just from an outsider a complete yeah. outsider not like yourself with any experience whatsoever it just seems no no to be fair no you've you've got fighters out in it and they're, they're wonderful and no and, and the effort they put in sometimes they generally just do win so quickly or, or it does look like a mismatch mismatch because of Perhaps the dieting prep or something went wrong. You know, there's so much behind the scenes yeah. that goes into it. You know, you just no. I no. I'm a big lover of the boxing still. Yeah. You know, this UFC and I'd, I'd prefer KFC. You know? <laughs> I like UFC, no? Yeah. I, it's not really. It's not really my bag. I'm the opposite. What, I used of, to watch a bit of boxing, what? and then when MMA stuck, <laughs> we kicked off. <laughs> Strip to the pants and wrestle with me. <laughs> is that what you're into you? I can't I, yeah. I can't I can't watch boxing I don't yeah. know it just seems I don't know different things different people but then I think again oh, exactly, that perception yeah. of it being so uh, corrupt which might, must be wrong I don't know must be yeah well if yeah. I think there's politics involved in all of it isn't there of course yeah, because you've got, to standard, get, yeah. you've got to get the fights fixed you've got to you know you've got to get, get the matches climb the ranks and there's just so much to it isn't there yeah. it's, it's, it's another Not, world I expect are you feeling drunk? No. No. Well, so no, nor am I. Do you want to? Do you want to be <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't get another one. Don't get another one. No, you said it now. You said. No, I mean, <laughs> no. No, what? no. Shots, shots. Tell John about your shop. My shop. We would, we already chatted about this, you. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> if you want entertaining? I can entertain. Would you want? I'll dance. <laughs> I'll be a great Freddie Mercury. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. So yeah, I, I think yeah, selling the business and then. You know, I just needed a change. It was just, you know, it was it was mm. nice having the business and stuff and, and the climbing and, and all that and the different trade. But I just needed something new to focus on. And this Bear grill stuff, it's been great to focus on and build on what we already know and expand it in different ways. Yeah, that's been great. So, um... No, it sounds quite interesting. Yeah, I wrote a book. You wrote a book? Yeah, yeah, oh, I've fantastic. just written a book. Yeah, it's, um... Yeah, it's, uh... Yeah, if you want a copy, here we go. Um, <laughs> it's 
fishoutofwater at gmail. Oh no, no, I did that wrong. <laughs> fishoutofwaterbook at gmail.com. All one word lowercase. There you go. What was that for? Uh, that's a, I've book. written a book, yeah. Have you? Yeah, I've yeah. written a book, yeah. Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah. What's the book about? Have you written the book? Yeah, it's. What's um, it called? Uh, fish Out of Water. Just fish. I like the name. Not a fish. What's uh, it about? Fish Out of Water. Well, it was, I was even going to call it that or Living the Bream. Oh, uh, that would have been yeah, brilliant! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's only a picture book, five pages long for kids, you know? It's not. It's <laughs> kind of no, it's an autobiography. Yeah. Well, it's a biography? Yeah, yeah. So, entire life? Yeah, yeah. Well, did I tell you I had a plowman's lunch today? He wasn't happy. Yeah. No, yeah, so, um, yeah, I wrote the whole book. Yeah, I am. Um, yeah, it was good. What what prompted it was... Oh, oh. Yeah. I just got that. Yeah. You got it. Yeah, I didn't get it. Yeah, I went to gymnastics the other week. Go on, I go says, on. I want to learn how to do the splits. And they said, all right, how flexible are you? I said, I can't do Tuesdays. <laughs> yeah. Tell you yeah. the book, you know. Yeah, anyway. So, well, after after... After Kirk's funeral, right, I got a bit, you know, just got a bit, you know, like I was getting a bit upset, a bit annoyed. And my old Matty says, write everything down. So, so I just started writing. Uh, my uncle, um, he typed it. I, I, I said it and he typed it because uh, <laughs> I'm old computer literate, I am. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, and uh, yeah, so, and then all of a sudden I got this book. And um, yeah, it's all right. I, uh, yeah, the, the self publisher. Yeah, that's what that's what I'm doing at the minute. Yeah, I sent it off to the boss. He liked it. He um, put a nice little forward for oh, me. Oh, brilliant, brilliant. Yeah, so um, so what yeah, stage are you up with it then? Um, yeah, it's ready available. It's out. Well, today. Is it really? Wait. Wait. Yeah. So it's called Fish Out of Water. Fish Out of Water. Yeah. Where 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 is it on sale? Uh, Fish Out of Water book. At gmail.com. I'm asking you, not the fucking camera. That's an email address, though, isn't it? Yeah. Email in. All right. Get get an email, and then boom, you'll get a book. Mate. Right. Where's it it on sale? You'll be able. No, you'll be able to get it. Have you self published it? Yeah. Doing it all. Because why would I give it to a publisher? Plus, I've had loads of rejections. Don't tell anyone. I'm asking. I did one, didn't I? I self published it, right? What book did you do? I did a CP book. Oh, did you? Yeah. I thought you were lying when you said that. You thought I was lighting? Yeah. I thought you were joking. There's a lot of lies in the book. Don't buy it. It's right. <laughs> um, yeah. No, the bodyguard manual, basically. For, you for did? Yeah, yeah. Do you know how the bodyguard... Hey, it's, the, it's, the, it's, the, it's the most it's popular... It's a tam. It's, it's the... It's the Heinz manual. Clear memoir. Most popular uh, club protection book in the world. Actually. Is it? By sale. Thank you. Who, who did it? You. you change your fucking tune now, haven't you? <laughs> Apologies. Anyway, so the reason I'm saying about, the reason I'm saying about self-publishing mm. is that... So, I did it through... A, Create Space, right, which is an Amazon owned company. Okay, when you do it through them, yeah, Amazon all the money. And all yeah. the, the only thing is, you can't like, um, I can't get into Waterstones because it's through, it's because yeah. it's really it's a pain in the backside to create space, but it does it all itself. And a Kindle mm. find it. So, what I'm oh, saying no. is, if you want Amazon, then get no, it. I don't, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that because but, but people have to email you for the book, you nutter. Well, it might not be very good. <laughs> Right, you, you know, mate, you've written it. I'm telling you, mate. I no, want a copy. Yeah, not many people want to read it. You know, I want to read it. Yeah, it's and not, I know you're boring. It. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Talk glass eye. So like, they've got to email it to get the book. Well, I, I'm going to change your mind. Right? This After stage. this, people for beer. I'm going to change <laughs> yeah, your mind. Right. Well, it's it's not one of these, you know, 
Sude, hard man book, you know, oh, missions, missions, mm. fighting. First into it action. Yeah. It it's, it's not one of them. It's a, it's, a, it's a mind, body and spirit, you know. It'll make you feel good and it'll make you feel low, good, you know, laugh, you know, like all, all the fun stuff, you know. Yeah, yeah. good, mate. I even, um, yeah, I even fu- um, been speaking to Kirk's old man, his, his dad, and um, I got the permission to put him in there, you yeah. know. So, yeah, that's nice. I tell you what, because mm. we are set up, we are setting up, not you, because you're the, you're the wrong host. I give it to your Jared. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not Jared. <laughs> right? You look like we're up. We've got a shop being set up on the website for this, mm. right? And we're going to sell certain things on there, and, 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 and the profit yeah. will be used again to donate to good causes and oh, all the lovely. rest of it, yeah? Mate, we'll get your book off you. Yeah? We'll sell your book for you on there. Wow. You have to say yes. Say yes, it's an agreement there, because it's live. Oh, yes. There you go. Right. <laughs> we'll get your book on there. Yeah. We'll get your book on there. Yeah, all right. All right? Yeah, oh, lovely. You. Yeah, nice one. Yeah, twenty percent markup. Yeah, yeah. Discount. <laughs> it's now two pound ninety nine. So, so um, have you got boxes of books at home then? Have you? No, not yet. Send us a copy, and we'll give away one for free as well. All right. You have to sign it. Give me a sign. I'm Janet, mate. I want a copy of that book. Yeah. This stuff here, like, it's, again, you're going back. We're going back to this. Not staying in touch with the blokes, right? I, I sort of knew you when we were in. We never worked together. <laughs> yeah. You know. Do my like, my memory of you? Is this gonna like, be a horrendous story? That <laughs> no, I was. I, well, I was C company. C company, <laughs> right? right I'm yeah. just getting out. It's end end of seven. I don't get sacked. Mate. I don't get like, sacked. You won't. You're right. Um, we just been C company. Just had a beer up downtown, right? Um. I'd had a successful win that night in the Hippodrome. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah, actually, I think I was hitting the gym at that point as well. When I come off the team, oh, I, yeah. I was taking roids. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I had a little bit of a yeah. chest at the time. And, um, well, I was quite a senior boy. You know, I had three tours. You know, I was a senior boy. I had a bunk. And you came in the block. What time was this? Daft o'clock oh, in the no. morning. Don't tell a story. And, and you is, came in daft Tried o'clock. To get in bed For you. some reason, you had no clothes on. Yeah. It was just you on your own. Mm. And you were going around. C company block. Yeah. Kicking oh, the boys' God. bunks in that weren't very senior. And you were banging on the door. Bang, bang, bang. Oh, you I'd were really knob, drunk. I'd be a knob. You were a bit, but I didn't care. Um, <laughs> well, I did actually. No, no. No, I did care. No, what I did. I always remember. What this. year was this? I was like, I was seven. Oh god! I always remember. I was a nightmare. You're banging on the door, bang! You're kicking these boys out of their bunks and really debriefing them. He banged on my door. Oh no! Bang, was this, bang, was bang. Kurgan your platoon sergeant? No. Uh, no, no, no. I'm, okay. Well, that was downstairs. I was. It's I'm not like this story. Two thousand seven anyway, was not a good year. So you're, you're banging, banging, right? And you're debriefing the bloke, and then you start banging on my door, <laughs> and I'm laid there, and I went, and I thought, who's this? And then you're banging on the door. And I just thought, who's it? I, I was on um, Suss and Decker and Anandrill 50. <laughs> yeah. I put, I put on two... I'm I, knocking on the Reuters door. I put on two stone two in three weeks. Three weeks. I, I remember I just had a plate, one plate, and I used to be able to go... One, and then all of a sudden, three weeks later, I'm doing, yeah, I was doing four sets of 14, <laughs> you know. And then all of a sudden, you're at my door. I'd gone from nine stone to 11 stone two. I was banging. And then I went, bang, bang. And then... I stood by the door and I waited on it, he'd better go. And then it went bang, bang, bang. And literally, as you banged oh, it, I God. opened it quick as a flash and went, oh. I went, what? You know, what do you want? And I was naked. <laughs> I was naked as well. And I wasn't, I wasn't very, you know, Christ, I was quite small at the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was tiny. Quite embarrassing, really. You were naked, I'm naked, and we're glaring. What do you want? And you just went, oh. And you rubbed my head and you went, it's you, Jelly Bean. Go back to bed. And you closed my door for me. 
and then you went off. And that was my last memory of you. Whoever that was, I apologise. Not you. Oh, yeah, well, what jelly bean? I don't, yeah, because uh, it was night time. Sweet dream of jelly bean. Oh. Oh, yeah. I always wondered that. Yeah. That's my last memory. Sweet dream of jelly bean. Yeah, I thought, why is it? Because it, it had a bald head. Yeah. What was it? You know, because. Oh my god. Call me jelly bean, yeah. And that was it. Yeah. That's my last memory of you. How did we get to that? How did we get that horrendous story about me? Um, There's more. You were deep. Oh, we were about. You were saying about. Um, <coughs> yeah, there's more, yeah. That's, that's not nice. The uh, bloke's not. Not keeping in touch, not knowing yeah. what's going on, mate. Mm. Like, we got out. The stuff you've been saying, like, for, mate, your life since you got in, like, mm. when you were serving, obviously, mm. the toys did awesome. Active right? time, isn't it? But then you got out, mate. Awesomeness. What do you mean? The stuff you've done. Northern, Northern no. Ireland. Do you remember Northern Ireland? Yeah. I, I got, you know, my, my platoon sergeant, OB, Kev OB. He got warden mentioned in dispatches, get, getting me back from the crowd in the riots. Ah, uh, that's oh, right, yeah. 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 She oh. Yeah. yeah. I was was the, that when your, your boss jumped out of the wagon and got hit by a tree? <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was the Joe. But you, know, you remember, remember how big this. the boys were in Sea Company? Mm. You remember how well, big all the boys were? All the boys are big, and what was Northern Ireland? That was an excuse for the gym. Sea Company yeah, was the yeah. full on roid company, wasn't and it? Was it? Was. Yeah, they were. Yeah. They were and obviously, they put me in there, who was all of nine stone. In the front row, for some reason, I got pushed to the front of the crowd. I said, you know, I'm there, I'm there. Shield. <laughs> get behind him, you know. And then all of a sudden, I was dragged in the crowd, oh, and, they're, and they're, yeah. they're trying to penetrate me. The Irish were penetrating me, trying to penetrate me. <laughs> and, uh, and then all of a sudden, you know, OB, God rest his, uh, bless his soul, rest his soul, bless his soul. He, he was the only he was the bravest man. Mm. I see it, brave. He stood in front of everybody, he, big guy. RAF attachment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there we I go. There we I, go. I couldn't think of you on about then. Right. Because they, they would have killed you. Stood in front of everybody. You, yeah, they and that's what they were trying. They were, they, they, you know, the cheese graters on the Snapdragons. Mm. Yeah. They had one of them off and was wedging me, yeah. with, you know, going for me. And um, yeah, he went in. And as he went for me, they they hit him with it and dislocated his jaw. Yeah. And he kept going, and he pulled me back and got me back, and and sort of like before Newt Pierce and I were there, and we were mm. right. Big Kev Stokes, he um, Kev nearly Stokes. got his wagon blown up. That's you know, right, he hit in the face with a hammer. He got co- right, commendation. Yeah. They were in the back of his wagon, wagon, weren't they? Yeah, it's yeah, my yeah, wagon. Yeah, yeah. Mate, I it was my wagon. It was shocking that lethal force weren't used because they, they said that would have put the peace troops back. That's right. They, so much. Yeah, they they came back. They, they were in the back of your wagon with a hammer. That's it. They got you joined in the crowd. Your yeah. man got him. I remember the story because we were on a different area. Nothing happened. The wagon nearly got blown up. I remember them saying that. Because three power got. A big, like a massive pat on the back from commendation because they didn't fire a shot. Yeah, yeah. yeah Obviously, they had a bloody Sunday in their heads. Yeah, the, the police commissioner. Yeah, because and that's what was happening to us. Yeah, mm. so that was. Been, that, yeah, you think man. Northern Ireland? Nothing happened. Yeah. That was my Northern Ireland. Yeah. Brilliant, yeah, yeah. nice one. Yeah, yeah it's outrageous. Neck neck. I had forgotten all about that. You know what Kev Stokes doing now? Yeah, yeah. He, did, got, he, he did the Paris Ten. <laughs> he came third. Did he? Yeah. What, in Carly? Yeah. Did you go to that, did you? No, no, I've just seen him. Yeah, he did he, well. um, He's got a... He's a he's a fitness instructor. That's it, yeah. And he's, he, he lives not far from, from... Not far from camp, actually. London Road. It's called London Road Fitness. That's it, yeah. And he, yeah. I think it's his house. He's got a big old garden. <laughs> he's converted it. He's actually yeah. turfed it, mate. He's got, like, a man shed at the end with all just yeah. apparatus in there, you know, for doing workouts and that. And he, every really day he's on Instagram to tuck his stuff up and on. Like, pretty, it's pretty good. He can fit about... I had a push, I reckon, eight or nine people in there. 
But he's just, he's, he's, you know, it's good. I'm so glad he's. Do you I'm think he sort of? Do you think he set that up for himself and then thought, you know? I reckon that's what happened. No, Initially, what, what, he, he's been doing it because he, he'd worked at CrossFit and he'd worked at British Military Fitness for years. And oh, I, I didn't know he that. just, yeah, yeah, he just, um, yeah, he's good. Muck Island Depot, okay, he's a good guy. Mm. Um, yeah. yeah, and um, yeah, he's just gone for it himself. But there's another chap by me who's got his own CrossFit gym. Yeah, remember Ray Farrer? Who? Ray Farrer. No. Ray Farrer Support Company. Ray Farrer. Ray no, Farrer. No, I Farrer. No. Yeah, I, I guarantee you would. Ray Farrer? Yeah, he got out in 05. Why would we go, why would he... you guarantee? What's he done? What would he do? As <laughs> well, well, he's a support company boy. Um, knock on his door? Yeah, yeah. Hello, <laughs> Jelly Bean. Yeah. yeah um, he, do you remember the intercompanies? Um, he, he, he fought Ryan Nash in the intercompany boxing. Ah, uh, I remember Ryan yeah, Nash. Right. Do you remember Ryan Nash when he fought Paddy Caldwell? No. What, in an accompaniment? Yes. Well, after that, Roy fought Ray Farrer in the uh, final. Uh, no, I think he fought, I fought. I think he fought Ray just before he fought Paddy, yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, Paddy was more ball screw and depot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and he was he was awesome in full screw in Iraq as well. He's doing good, mate. He's is he all right? Is he? Yeah. See, life, I yeah. want to. I want to. He's enjoying life, mate. I, I, see, um, I see the Fred. Oh, sorry. The t- I see the Freds a lot, and has he jumped with them? Because I, I'll go. I'll go jumping at Neverhaven. Has he? Has I'm not he? very good. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if he has actually. Yeah, I know Stu Pearson's done it. Stu yeah, a few times since. Yeah, but what? mate, he's, but Paddy's flipping paralysed. Yeah, hmm. I, well, yeah, I know that. But some of the, like, I, I want to get Sean jumping with him. You know, I think that'd be, that'd be all right. You know. Yeah, well, Sean's walking, so, isn't he? Well, you, he would love that. Yeah, no, because there's, 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 an, there's another lad just by me. Literally, I went round the house and knocked the door to cut a tree. Free pair of badge in the wagon. Who lives here? Oh, it's my, it's my boyfriend. Um, lady out the door. Lovely lady. Out he wheels. John Noble. No oh, way. John Noble. Wait a minute. Lives Don't right pull him. Him. Lives right he hit me next up to on me. Facebook the other day. He, li- he was in college. He lives right yeah. next to me. John Noble. Yeah, I went for. A, yeah. Did you? How's he doing? Yeah, he's he's a, you know he has bad times, and good times. You know, I think he does show, but no, he's. Strong boy, like he's a yeah. good guy, yeah, mega bloke. Yeah. But yeah, I'm trying to get him in the loop more with the lads, and yeah. you know, like I want the lads to come and see him and yeah. stuff, you know. Yeah, that's what I want. I just want boys to come down, come and say hello. Yeah, mate, yeah. I, like, I mean, um, you about the communication thing, and you not, and, and you, you know, I've seen that, like, stuff you've done when you've got out, but it's honestly, I, I want your book, mate. Yeah, what you haven't done is it's crazy. But going back to getting the balls together, this, like this day, well, the day when we do the shows, this mm. is like my favourite day. Mm. Oh, every every Thursday is my mm. favourite day. Because I'm sitting down, and it doesn't matter if I knew, know you or not, it's absolute, it's just banter. It's just banter. Mm. For the same reason that guys enjoy, like you get the guys together, and mm. girls, the dean, get together and enjoy that. Yeah. It's the same thing. It's flipping. Mm. Like the, mm. And the people who come on, on the show... Like Nick Goldsmith, I didn't know Nick Goldsmith before. Oh no, mm. I knew it. I'd worked with him. Um, Jordan Wiley, I hardly knew him beforehand. Created Chris Ashworth on that. Ashford, sorry, on last week. I didn't know him. Like I didn't know when he was in. He got in. At, he got in after I got out. You know, but it's like they 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 leave this and they just they go. Like the mics go off and that'll go off and they go. You know, like super enjoy it because he's just shooting the shit. Mm. Super enjoy it. It goes back to that. It's camaraderie. In touch. Isn't it? Com- camaraderie. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, it's, just, yeah. it's huge, it's huge. It's about, uh, and when you see... Like, short... And it's not just a military thing either, sorry to interrupt. Yeah. It's like, you'll get the same with firemen, you get the same with policemen, you get the same with, you know, um, any of the services, any 
industry, company, business, whatever, that has that close-knit community. Look in, um, I don't know, tree, you know, tree surgery in a, in, a, in a remote, remote, remote location. A team of guys go around doing stuff for months and months and months on their own. They get back and, and then they just miss being around each other. You know, it's mm. like anything. It's just that, obviously, it's just more mm. prominent in the military. I think, I think the there's something the job. to I think there's something to be said for shared hardship. Mm. Right. And there's, there's, um, there's a book by a guy, um, called Tribe by Sebastian Younger. I've heard of and this it's, book. Yeah, it's a brilliant yeah. book. It's a really brilliant book. And it kind of goes some way into explaining how sometimes PTSD can crop up and how some veterans can uh, struggle later on in life. And a lot of it is down to the fact that as human beings, we're hardwired to endure hardship and we actually thrive under hardship. And he, and he uses a couple of examples where he explains how, like during the Blitz... Um, everybody sort of refers to the Blitz as the good old days when mm. people were mucking together because there was that, that sense of community that everyone had because life was so hard. And he also explains that in, in, um, in the American West, uh, when, uh, when the American women were kidnapped by Indian tribes and they, they were going around, they were living like dogs, you know, they, weren't, they didn't have all their luxuries that they had back home. But when they had the chance to go back to civilization, they wanted to stay with the tribal group. <coughs> Because we're hardwired to work as, in social groups, you know, we've done it for hundreds of thousands of years, against hardships in, in around sort of large groups where everyone has a job, everyone has a role and everyone works together as a team um, about platoon size sort of thing, you know. So soldiering naturally sort of dovetails into that experience. So what he his sort of hypothesis is that if we don't have that hardship and we don't have that sort of togetherness that, that we get from those we sort of we don't have the stimulus and we sort of sag and that's how sort of depression can kick in mm-hmm. and things like that well sort of spin off on what you just said you know like referring to the blitz back in the good old days you know that's where I think we've well I found it particularly difficult you know everyone knew what was going on in the blitz even the Falklands boys were all waved mm. off and welcomed mm. back yeah I got back you know I, I injured in Kajaki come back you know broken ankle you know, We'll get onto that in a minute, and then literally just boom back. Oh, here I am, on my own. No, 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 de- no decompression, nothing. You know, mm. sat with all the land. You know, crossed. It was horrendous. And then all of a sudden, we're in Afghanistan. What are we doing there? Or oh, what's happening? Yeah. You know. Oh, did you get shot at? You oh, had a laugh. Are you? Are you crazy? Yeah. What's going? No one knew what we were doing, and that you know, yeah. no one knew what was going on. You know, so mm. like Vietnam, they're going. Oh, we shouldn't be. At least they knew they were there. You know, with us, it was they didn't even yeah, know we were there. Yeah. And then, you know, you think it crossed what's going angry, on. I, sp- yeah, I yeah. thought a lot about that. Um, like I say now, you're like, 07. Like, 07 was a horrendous year for me. Like, I wouldn't, yeah. wish, it, I wouldn't wish it on anyone. I wouldn't wish it on anyone. And, um, it was a tough time, wasn't it? Oh, mate, it was hideous. I, mean, I get different people, yeah. different things. But exactly what you're saying there, yeah. the biggest thing I... I, I, I and this is in retrospect now, in, in terms of going, well, what, you know, what, what sort of affected me, what was... Why? Why was I coping with things in a certain way or not? In you know, and one of the big, one of the big impact things for me when I came back from there and trying to reintegrate. Bear in mind, still, still in, mm. still in, right? Mm. But reintegrate into normal life and mm. being in the UK and dealing with flipping civvies. I love civvies. I'm just saying in this instance, flipping civvies, right? Was that exactly that? We came off that off that '06 Afghan tour. No one knew what was going on, right? No. There was no freedom of the city parades. 
There was no welcome home parade. <laughs> there was no. There was nothing. No. There was nothing. And and it's. It was. I put it down to. A big thing in how struggling to reintegrate. Um, I couldn't. I I struggled being going to a room and and there'd been a lot of people in there. Uh, in you, like my parents, wherever in a pub, a lot of people been in there. It was too much going on, and I couldn't. And this is in the subconscious level. I couldn't. I couldn't see everything all going at once. So now I didn't know what the threat was. I didn't know. I couldn't cope with it. That's on a sub- subconscious, super uncomfortable. And I took myself in a separate room. My parents did a homecoming party for me to go home. Fucking hell. The kitchen was packed. The kitchen was mm. packed with people. There was two people in the lounge. I went straight in the lounge, stayed in there as much as I could. Mm. And I was talking, mm. but there was something. It was like, whoa, there was something niggling me. Mm. Going back to that, n- nothing. Uh, going back to that, uh, uh, that, you know, n- that sort of reintegration and how we were received when we came back from yourself being casually having no, re- mm. no uh, um, decompression, nothing. which for people watching or listening, mm. A decompression is a a two day thing that was done. I don't know if it's still done. Where you'd fly back from Afghan and you would do two days in in Cyprus. Uh, it's completely so you decompression. Completely closed off from all civvies. You have a private beach. Get th- beer thrown at you. No, you get ming in, and it's like your chance to decompress and do it. it they've absolutely oh. high commander jumped on it and made it shut. Shit, oh, really? basically. I, well, yeah. no, well, I I I know it was recompression. It made it worse. I think it made it worse. Mm. It surrendered. Mm. And um, but so then then you know you didn't have that, right? We did. So we're knowing bad as place you were. But when we came back, it's almost as if that. I, as I'm talking me, is that I needed the recognition, not needed the recognition, that because the recognition of we'd been somewhere and done something fucking horrendous, which I didn't identify it as being mm. as horrendous, and people would be listening to this, and I know blokes would be, reg blokes would listen to this, flipping Marines, whoever's listened to it, some of them would be thinking, okay, well, they're fucking bad. When you equate um, on a psychological level, and I know this because I've, I've talked to fucking therapists about it, and this is a, the way it's been explained to me. I couldn't, I couldn't understand why, um, why I was dealing with things in, in not the greatest way. And I was, and I, I, the, I mean, the first few sessions I had with someone, and um, and it wasn't through me, it was private. And I said, uh, I said, look, this, I'm having these symptoms. I said, well, I don't understand it. I said because. I would go back, you know, I, that was after the first tour. I know, Saturday, I'd done two tours at the point with the therapy, right? And then I said, I'd go back at it tomorrow. I would. And everything I ever, I ever did in those first two tours, I would change nothing. I would do everything again. Mm. I've got no guilt, mm. you know, nothing. Everything I did, I would do again. And she went, yeah, okay. But on a subconscious level, those things you've described to me, because I've talked through a few things, those things you've described to me, you have to understand that even from your perception, uh, perspective as a, as a military person who's trained, or for a civilian experience, yeah, they are traumatic experiences. They are traumatic experiences. And, and she said, do you understand that? So, you know, for, for the guy's getting blown up, whatever, and they feel fine, you know, or being in contact. Mate, being in contact is flipping horrendous. We deal with it awesome because we're conditioned. But you think deep down, you're fucking getting, Trevor's trying to kill you. There's bombs going off area, fucking hideous explosions. Your mates are, like, close to getting killed. It's a horrendous experience. We don't see it like that. But deep down, it still has a subconscious impact. So she was saying, no, you, you on a conscious level, yes, you've cooled everything, you're awesome. But it has an impact. 
and that impact varies on person to person, what you did and what you didn't do, and and how and your civilian life, how she's not tradition out, what you've done after it, all the rest of it. And 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 one of the things off the off the back of that was because it wasn't recognition of we'd gone and done something and done crazy, and, I, and that was specifically yeah, people didn't understand what was going on. That lack of recognition, it's not that I wanted recognition and go, oh yeah, well you're great and pat on the back. Didn't want that. But the lack of them understanding that this is going on and there's still people out there and shit mm. is going down and mm. you do not understand it. That affected me coming back. Because when well, you come back and you, you go and leave for three weeks and again, those questions. Yeah. What was it like? Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. Fuck it's, it's the duality, off. isn't it? It's you don't, you don't, you don't, yeah, it's like, um, so what was it like? Was it scary? Fuck <laughs> off. You know, you just want to you want to throw chop everyone. Yeah. At that point, it was as the tours went on. You know, it, it, it didn't become like that because the mm. media got on cho- especially of that when the media got on top of it and 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 then <laughs> people much more aware. Eh? We didn't have journals, did we? We didn't no. have any. No, yeah. it was just it was just mental. Kyle did. It was mental. It was, it was, uh, wasn't easy. No, yeah, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was, well, it was, I was with you when I got so we were at Nowzad, and then all of a sudden we got moved to Kajaki. Um, oh, you there with that? Yeah. Okay. Right, yeah. 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 What do you mean was I there? I was leaving Mate. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was like, I that's was like, right because yeah. we left now, Zab, just yeah. getting flown back to the bastion and got rebooted. Hey, you went and leave you, flipping yeah. bluffer. Yeah. 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 So, I'm leaving so, out the back of it, isn't it? Yeah, so, so, so we got rebooted to Kajaki, and then that evening, um, a few of the lads were in uh, contact, stra- literally in Kajaki, yeah, yeah, literally straight away. And they um, inspect the gunship in, didn't they? Yeah, I was and then, and then, did Moz get um, Moza? Mother had uh, yeah, and and is this when the recall his rifle hit in front of that shell script with Tom Gray, Mother? No, 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 no. Well, well, yeah. So, so anyway, so literally, it kicked off straight away, and uh, Tomb Sergeant at the time um, said the magic word, you know, follow me. Went with him. I had one of those American rockets, you know, the um, AT fours, the AT four. Oh yeah, yeah. I had oh, one yeah. of those, mm. and uh, <laughs> we're going to blow the buggers up, and. Um, yeah, and on the hill, were you at North, yeah. were you in, uh, Normandy? Yeah, well, they must have said, well, you, I couldn't tell you where I was. Oh, I was go. there for yeah. literally pitch black, just, and then boom, all of a sudden they turned on us, a few rounds come at us, jumped into cover, woo, and boom, snapped my ankle straight away. Oh, no. Boom, dramas. Laid there looking oh, up, mate. You know, all the tracer. I just remember going, this isn't good. You know, like, you know, <laughs> and then all of a sudden when it died down and done, medic come forward, picked me up, took me off, and they took me. I was, they couldn't get me for three days. They, they left me out there for three days. And um, I got put with a nine squadron. Yeah. That further down the hill. Yeah. yeah. And mm. Um, mm. yeah, it was funny down there. Like, like we, oh, we, in, the, we, in the compo? Yeah. You know what that was called? It was called. Yeah. You know, it was Fobbs Fobbsbrugger later. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if it was then. The Jackie Johns. Yeah, Jackie John House. came down. Yeah. He came down. I knew he got killed. I didn't know. Yeah, I, did, yeah, I only found, yeah, you know, I, I found out literally we were there swapping rifles in contact. You know, I let him yeah, have a yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally like, legal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whether we hit anything. <laughs> yeah, you know, so we you know, we had a go at that and then um yeah, then boom, he's dead. Mega. Brilliant. Yeah. It was terrible. Mm. It, him and his mate Buzz. Mm. Um yeah. Buzz. Michael. Yeah. Was it Buzz? I don't know. I don't know, he's, he's I just knew his mate. His mate's still Buzz. alive. His mate his mate got a um his mate got a um Oh man, Kajaki John Kajaki Mike. No Kajaki Mike was his mate. Was it? It was John and Mike. Well, he had another nickname. Yeah, yeah. Though. When I was there, it was a silver fox-haired fella called Buzz. Hmm. He was grey-haired fella. Mike? No, no, Buzz. I remember him. Kajaki Mike. Was that not Mike? 
just just John and John and Buzz Vietnam oh, vets. Like Mr. And um, they get resupped yeah. with a Huey, didn't they? Yeah. Every, every other day. Well, and then and then they casvat me after three days. And then three they, days. Yeah. So so I was left out for three days. Yeah. And we were in contact. I remember there were five oh, yeah. positions for me, and I, I couldn't couldn't move. At one point, they left me on my own because they're Taliban. To, you know, they had to get Taliban back. They, they you know, yeah. these because you had Taliban. the AMP hill, didn't you? And you had the A and A. Remember? Yeah. Well, Remember well, that the other side of the river? Mate, I was literally... And then, boom, I'm in Bastion. Taliban... Well, not know, Afghani, Afghani, Afghani. You know, Hoshkar with his ass blown out. And I'm thinking, <laughs> what is going on? Then they put me in Kandahar, like, to fly me. So I was there for a few days. Then put yeah. me in Kandahar. And then... Kandahar's getting mortared. I remember the, the hospital going black and people crawling out and screaming and running and I'm trying to... Cr- they have no crutches or nothing. I'm crawling and RAF came to my aid again and they picked me up and took me to a container. Bombs are going off. I'm thinking, what is going on? I could put my holiday head on. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I'm on a TriStar and there's like lads in the eyes <coughs> with like, you know the cotton wool and the tubes mm, in the mouth. Yeah. And, I'm just, and then all of a sudden I get picked up at Bryce, taking the three-para... No, we've got nowhere for you to sleep. We've got nothing for you. You've got no MFO box. I've, I've got the kit on. I've been in. And then when one of the lads that was there, the duty driver, went, oh, you can sleep on my floor in my bunk. Here's a DOS bag. Next day, my mother was on camp, picking me up, took me home. Fucking That hell. was me. That was me, yeah. Mm. Funny, isn't it? And then, then I sat on the beach. I'm like, what's... Hello. <laughs> Hadn't seen you lot. Me, me missus, you know, obviously your missus was at the duff and all. My missus was due to drop. Mm. It's funny old time, isn't it? Yeah. and then and then you let it go to get out yeah um, oh okay sir um, yeah here's your leaving procedures yeah nice do I get any resettlement sir bah you get four weeks termination leave you wouldn't get that in Tesco's close the door on your way out I'm thinking, oh, mega. Yeah. yeah I remember closing the yeah I remember a little fella I closed the door and I just remember thinking you wouldn't get blown up in Tesco would you <laughs> you know <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Crazy, that's crazy. Man. And that was me, yeah. Then that was me. Crazy. Tell her, out you go. Because I joined up at 17, so I did a year for the... For, I did five years. Did 03, January 03 to January 08. And, yeah, no resettlement, nothing. That was me. <laughs> 17 or 22. Yeah. Mate, look what you achieved. Honest to God. Well, we got to... Um, yeah, but I can't stop. Don't, don't stop. Keep going. Hey, no. Don't stop. No. Keep going. Yeah. Don't stop, mate. And that's what we all need to do. That's what I mean. We can all do it. Yeah. All of us. Yeah. And Absolutely. that's why I want to keep getting on the blokes, you know? Yep. Don't just jack, you know? Yeah. we got we got we got to start wrapping this up. Honestly, mate. Oh, we? Can we do the sponsor? Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 oh. we can't. Because, like, oh, you, I, I'll sorry. explain it after. Sorry. On YouTube, on YouTube, <laughs> okay. right? If I mention on YouTube, it does go up, it's not on, on YouTube, it's oh, on the audio yeah, version. Yeah, okay. Sorry, mate. Right? Our South African friends. Hey? Our South African friends. Ah! South African friends! <laughs> right, Kyle Dewan. Yeah, well reminded, mate. Kyle Dewan's. Who's this now? Who's messaged me? I don't know. Who, who are you? Kyle <laughs> Dewan's just messaged me. <laughs> hey, mate. Thanks again for a mega evening and letting us stay over. Great night. Thank Kate for us. Her braying skills were excellent. Right, so Kyle came yesterday and Kyle was saying on this show, he said that. Uh, he said, obviously he's South Africa living there, he said a load, a load, there's a big South African contingent of listening to the show. So I said, ah, oh, okay. He saw me some... Who, Brett Kwai? <laughs> well, I'm going to no, you. He said, he said, he said, he said, I said, right, well, mate, I didn't realise, mate, mega. I'll, I'll, I'll give him a shout out. Brett Kwai, when he came up, he said, uh, he, uh, so Kyle goes, yeah, mate, um, 
Yeah, so yeah, like Brett listened to the show and listened to the song. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he's Indian. He's Indian. <laughs> so Brett, um, Brett listened to the show and uh, didn't you? This is Kyle last night. He said, "Weren't you involved with the uh, Kajaki?" I said, um, "Yeah, yeah." He said, uh, "Brett quite to me came to me like four years ago and he said, uh, hey, uh, hey, Bru. hey, Bru. hey, Bru. hey, Bru. hey, Bru. hey, Bru. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Hugh Kia, he's uh, directing a movie, eh? Kick out of one movie. Kajaki, yeah, but the Kajaki when uh, Stu Hill got the blown up. Uh, <laughs> I went to Pakistani then. Popper Dolphins. <laughs> I didn't direct the movie, bro. I, didn't, I wasn't even there on set. Luke Hardy was there on set. The director was Paul Cates. Anyway, right, so what I said to Kyle was last night, he'd give me a shout out. My South African friends. Yes, Kyle. very, very good. Let's have a look. I got, I got a list of them. Did I text you with a list? You did, but I can't get my Stu Hale, Stu Hale. Did no. I, what's up, yeah? Uh, uh, right, I've written it down, because I've written it down. Brett Quay, Jez Venter, Ryan Brotherton. Remember Ryan? Right? Remember Jez? Uh, <laughs> Ty Langley. Remember Ty Rock? Hey, he's over here in the UK now. He's, he's, up, north, he's up north being like the a lot of or something. straight man you will ever <laughs> meet. He's doing fitness stuff, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. And uh, Jared Evans. Remember Jared Evans? And Cookie. And Cookie. Cookie? Ginger Cookie. He's not South African. Apparently he is. No, he's not. Uh, mate, that's what Kyle said. He's, cook- he's South African. He had midget features, didn't he? Oh, you know, little person you features. You can say midget, fine. Yeah. <laughs> you can say, you say anything in this show. Well, you know. <laughs> you can say, uh, what do you say? Uh, Cheese-eating surrender monkeys. Yeah. <laughs> we're, all, we're all equally worthless. South African contingent. Keep listening. Awesome. And, uh, right, your book. Say the email address again. Fish. This is ridiculous email address. <laughs> just say the name of the book. It's going to be on the website. It's, it's so stupid. It's not, it's not a fish. It's just fish. Fish out of water. Fish book. out of water. Book. Right. Fish out of water book dot, at gmail.com. Fish out of water book at gmail.com. You're a flipping <laughs> idiot. It's going to be, it's going to be on, we're going to sell it on the website, yes? Yes. Yes. Right. It'll One get, body so, spirit. Which website's charliecharlie1.com. Ali, I couldn't get HR. <laughs> uh, who else do you want to mention? Do you want to mention anything else? Uh, Who haven't you plugged? Is there anyone to mention? Anyone? Don't have to. Uh, I mentioned the sponsor. Project RV. Oh, Project RV. <laughs> Project RV. <laughs> yeah, I mentioned Project yeah. RV. Yeah. Lads, Jesus. Get amongst <laughs> it. What, right, one, two, three para. Get amongst it. Four para even. Well, I don't know about four para. <laughs> yeah, okay. And the boot next, mate. Yeah, oh, boot next. Yeah, um, yeah. Oh, you are welcome. Not down to me. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, you're welcome. It's brilliant. Um, How do you get all the Project RV? ProjectRV.co.uk? Uh, Facebook, Instagram. What's the website? Uh, website, Project RV. Yeah. Um, uh, Royal Marines Charity, ask, Royal Marines Charity, ask pro, about Project RV, they'll tell you. Um, yeah, it's all free, it's all funded, your food, accommodation, kit if you need it, um, it's completely free. Even if you have trouble getting to it, we can fund to get you there. Don't take the, the biscuit out of that though. <laughs> it's a body shot, yeah. No, I'm kidding. Higher in the back. Yeah, yeah I, I'm, I'm traveling from uh, I'm yeah. traveling from Newcastle, and then on the return journey yeah. we're to Barbados. I know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just give me the money for it. That's all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mate, that's it. Yeah, been absolute pleasure, buddy. Absolute yeah, nice pleasure. Good cheers, one. John. Yeah. Good luck with it. Good luck with it. Cheers.
Thanks for listening or watching, whichever you did. Don't forget, you can follow us on um, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, YouTube. Just search for Heat Shower. Or you can go to our website, charliecharlie1.com. It's all on there. Um, our sponsors today were Gregory Brothers Limited. They're local building contractors based down in Havant in the southeast corner of Hampshire. They're providing a plethora of services across Hampshire and Sussex. I'm saying plethora too much. I need to cut plethora from my vocabulary I say every shot and it is annoying me which means it's annoying other people Gregory Brothers Limited amazing company you can email them for inquiries office at gregorybrosltd.co.uk you can also find them on LinkedIn and on Facebook actually I didn't mention it earlier they got a lot of photos in there of their work great work and great people also lastly fortune9.group security health and safety and medical services get in touch with them check them out fortune group veteran owned on by myself and my business partner who used to be one of my snipers uh, and that is it for our sponsors next week we have got on lee mcfarland lee mcfarland runs a company who deal with putting veterans into work it's going to be a great show. Today was a great show. Things are going well. On Monday, we are making some contributions to the charities and interests that our guests have chosen. All off the back of money generated from you guys and generated from people's podcasts and generated from sponsors and our patrons on Patreon. It's going to be a good weekend. Hope you have a great weekend. I'm Welsh by Hope England 1. Until the next time, out. <laughs>